The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Circle of the Big Podcast here also on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 148, bienvenidos, señoras y señores. Uh, Circle of the Big Capitulo 148. The host is Devious One I've been seeing. And of course, my other host, my familia, my blood, he's my all. Because this man runs Philly like there's no other. And I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm sorry, JDs. And Nick, I'm sorry too. It's true. It's damn but true. It's, but it's damn true because this man is the D O M of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Because he is the South Philly cycle. D O M. Dog. Oh, oh I was about to say something that I heard my music. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's so great to be back. I love coming on this show. I love El Presidente. Oh, I wish I could play more of a fucking YouTube. Mm. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. What is going on, DOM? What is up? What is up? Oh, man. Hey, that's right. And the notorious, notorious DOM. I love J-Man, it. man what is going on, J-Man? I'm going to use that, Justin. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Great. I appreciate you. I know. Great. Mm. Oh, man. And Dalton, what's going on, Dalton? Oh, hey, D-Man. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> and welcome, everyone. And guests. But Sunday special, of course, here in the afternoon. But we got a lot to talk about because we heard everyone, and we heard, of course, TRWT. For long, we heard him on Friday, along with Grandma Wendy. But man, there's a lot to talk about, baby. There is a lot because we do. I got have- the shakes that'll make you quick. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. Mm-hmm. I got the burgers that'll. I just got burgers. <laughs> got burgers. <laughs> I had all that last week on the show, if you watch. <laughs> yes, that's right. And he did have that last week. And <laughs> What's going on, Clarkson Dunn? What's going on? It's wow, two legends. Guests. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yes, we are yeah. absolute legends. First, there's Whoa. the notorious DOM. Now, now somebody's calling me a legend. My head is going to blow up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That is right. That is right. Oh man, love it, love it. Let's see. Yes, classic. Yes, it's a, it is a classic. It's a classic. That is right. But man, we will have our special guest coming in in, in a few. But you know, Dom and I are gonna kick it off with some pro wrestling moves here, baby. Because a couple of topics that I want to talk about. You know, I want to just talk about this one. Let's just knock it off the park with this one. And there's, of course, Nikon. Made a comment on a certain interview that he had of claiming that Vince McMahon claims that Triple H is the sole creative, head of creative. He is the COO for a reason, and he is he doesn't give his inputs. He, the only thing that Nick Khan had mentioned was, you know, if Paul and you know has any advice, any suggestions, he go go to Vince and ask him, hey, what do you think we should do here? But I don't know. I don't believe that. I, it, for me, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I, I don't because we did see the recent changes. We were supposed to have King King and Queen of the Ring on May 27th in Saudi, mm-hmm. but now we're going to have Night of Champions. That's already telling me something there that this is 
not Paul Levesque. This is Vincent Kennedy of the man. Making changes. And he said that he's not. But it looks like he is. Do you, Dom, believe these comments? Do you feel that, you know, Vince doesn't give any input? Or, you know, what's your take on this? Mm, I, I still think Vince has got a hand in some of this shit. Like, I had a... I had a psycho theory before this came out, and the theory was after the mer the merger was first put together with Endeavor, Ari went to Vince and said, look, you're still in. I want to see what you can do. So let's give you a couple of shows here and there. Show us what you got. Like, or, or go to, you know, talk to Paul too. Get with him, see where you can put your stamp on this, and let's see how, how people respond. It would explain why night two was so different from night one. It would explain why the Monday Night Raw after was so fucking lackluster. It would explain a lot. And maybe after the fact, maybe after the fact, that's when this comes in and, you know, it was decreed that like from now on, you know what, we're putting this back in Tripp's hands. I think I said it on last week's show. It, it's hard to take the pen away from Triple H when every time you turn around, they're turning record profits in a quarter. They're turning record profits on pay for reviews. They're doing all this stuff on Tripp's watch, not Vince's. That's true. So I'm hoping this is true. I'm hoping this is that scenario I brought up last week and even on Top Rope where it's like, okay, you let the old man stay in the house, but you'll keep his fucking ass clean out of the kitchen before he burns the shit to the ground. Very, very true. I mean, I hope Vince, for me, is like I hope Vince does stay away and he doesn't, I get it. You, you could put in certain inputs of maybe main events or, you know, more and more Roman, I would say, because I think that's Vince's baby. Roman mm. Reigns, that's his baby. We already know that. He's definitely got the hots for Roman. Oh, Even yeah. before, long before the tribal chief, people were booing him out of buildings as a face, and he was just like, no, he's still champ. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still champ. He he's still. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's going on, Faction Cas? What's going on, bro? Hey. What's going on? What is happening? Let's see what J-Man got to say here. Hopefully it's a name change and in the finals, the king and queen of the ring will be a night of champions and the matches leading up, up to the final will take place. Possibly so. You're right. That is I'm right. right oh, the banger. Oh, TK, the banger. Oh, look at those. Oh, yes, Damn, I'm feeling banger. dense today. <laughs> <laughs> Banger podcast came from my workout before the show. I'm all <laughs> <laughs> Iron Psycho. Iron Psycho. There you go. But yes, the banger is here. TK. What's up, TK? What Good to see on, you, bro. TK. Good to see you. Great show last night, by the way. Last night, if you guys missed it, go back on the Blood Entertainment Network. Catch a Tim King show as he had Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast, and of course, his other host. J-Man, Justin, Tom, baby. That was the great topics they had, too. Fantastic. Yeah, amazing topics. They had a great mm -hmm. show. No, yes. not this week, man. I, I literally ran in from getting my wife from work to get on the show, and we didn't have any food in the house, so she called and ordered some stuff. We were on for a minute, so she just ran my food back to me. She was like, here you go. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Now I got the shakes that's going to make you quake. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Love it, love it. But I mean, we'll see. 
down the line, we I think we're gonna notice possibly at the night of champions if Vince McMahon is involved. And plus, that's another thing, you know, Saudi is also Vince's baby. You know, he mm. and besides the prince making his you know calls, hey, I want this match, this match. I know Vince will probably grant him whatever he wants. Um, we just have to wait and see. But I think right now what they should focus is mainly backlash. And, you know, we'll get into a little bit later about Raw and SmackDown. But you know, backlash is the one who is is important because again, you're having that international. Well, you could say international, right? In Puerto Rico, I guess it's international. Yeah, international. Why do you think yeah. they got, they're going to have Brock highlighting that shit? Every time they have a show outside the U.S., Brock is on the card because he's an international name. That's right. That is right. And speaking of international names, now that surprised me, but not really. Now because, you know, oh, wait until the announcement in April and they make their announcement and they're, they signed a four-year deal with AEW. FTR ain't going nowhere. They are staying. And they're supposedly quoting what they mentioned. That's why we mentioned on this podcast. They're retiring 2027 after the deal is over. And pretty much any of their career in AEW. So, DOM, give us your take on them resigning. And do you feel like they will retire in 2027? Give us your take overall, brother. Overall, I mean, I, it's definitely a good move for AEW. Because FTR, it, it, the last year and some change have been like, Right there with the Usos as best tag team in the business. Like they they've held every piece of gold. They've done everything they could do. They've had these monstrous, colossal matchups. And honestly, I think they watched WrestleMania and they watched what happened to Cody and they went, Hey Tony, where's that contract? Here, we're good. <laughs> like, nah, 2027, that's fine. That's fine. We're cool. We'll stay. You get, we're gonna get the belts back. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay. Uh, I think it's a good. I think it's a good move for both of them. And considering that you know, FTR has been around for a while now, and they've certainly built up a a resume of titles everywhere they've went. I think in four years, yeah, if, if their bodies hold up that long, they'll probably finish their careers out in AEW, ROH, wherever the the promotion that wants them will take them, and. They'll just kind of move into maybe, you know, working behind the scenes, maybe training the next generation of tag teams, that sort of thing. Yeah. But they're so, they're so, it's not that I didn't like them in WWE. I mean, they were good. They were much better in NXT, but they were good in WWE. AEW just seems like the perfect fit for them because they're able to travel across you know, and work Japan shows. They're able to go, go ROH. They're able to go to Mexico. These are only things that certain WWE superstars are allowed to do, like Shinsuke, because they got nothing for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shinsuke fought that match against Muda. What has he done since? Well, I mean, we'll get into that. I mean, we already see something upcoming for him, so we'll for sure get into that. What happens to him? I'm happy for FTR. They made the right decision. It's crazy that, you know, well, before I say anything, let me just uh, read the comments over here. Hmm. Jay Man, crazy to even hear retire FTR possibly being in the same sentence. Yeah. Hmm. And shout out to Randy. What's going on from Backstage Brawl? I, I see Randy. here. Randy. What is going on, my brother? <laughs> Follow Backstage Brawl, ladies and gentlemen. They did another Those great. amazing. They did another great IG live yesterday. Um, check it out because then follow them on our audio platforms. They, you know, Backstage Brawl always brings that brawl. That's for sure. And let's see, want to see what his comments uh, say. They are doing this only for Punk Feud. 
Uh, let's see. Another another mm. perks felt like they're doing a JJ Briscoe right as well as they remain, which they are. I mean, if we notice in their tag team belts, it says Jay Briscoe. It doesn't mm. say Dax Hardwood or Cash Wheeler. You know, they put, you know, they put uh, Jay Briscoe's name on it, which it's that's awesome. You know, yeah, you, they have like the Briscoes on the side plates and yeah. everything. That's 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 that choked me up a little bit. Oh yeah, like yeah, Lucha yeah. Bros winning them titles. Mwah. But when I saw him and I saw the side plates of Jay Briscoe and all that shit, I was like, oh, no, don't do that to me. Shit. <laughs> Damn allergies. <laughs> Baby, where's my Allegra? Give me some tissues. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm happy for FTR. FTR for them to stay, it's, it's, it's fine. But my concern is always be is their booking. It's That's where I'm always going to be in that subject with FTR. I feel like last year I know they had all the belts. They, you know, but – we, I think we all digressed about it. Like they really didn't defend much in AAA or in New Japan. You know that's what really got to me was like, what the fuck? We, you know, you you have these guys who are, you know, tag team champions internationally from other promotions. Why would they not use you know properly? You know, I always question, and I don't know if Dax ever answered that question. You know, to the I don't know to the fans that why weren't you booked internationally as much often than just besides in the states. Because, I mean, you're those tag team champions for a reason. You should have, you know, defended them as much as possible. Um, I think we, we could have seen more, especially more with them in AAA. I think they could have done a lot more and help, you know, elevate that brand. Uh, you know, bringing in, you know, such as them being international, being outside of the promotion. I think they could have done, I think, tr- a tremendous job defending the titles more and they were badass heels over there even though they were baby faces over here but they yeah. were you know over there they were heels and people booed them and i, I it was like the that. opposite of mjf where like yes. long island he's the biggest face on earth everywhere else he's a heel a, a, a or ftr everywhere else they're huge baby faces go to japan huge heels oh, ftr yeah. versus osio didn't that happen already yeah one but I, that was a real question i'd love to see it again drew we to be got honest. it we gotta see it again we definitely have to see that one more time. And it should happen at Forbidden Door. And I'm hoping it does. Forbidden Door 2 should happen. Aussie Open, you know, versus FTR 2. And I think that's going to be a oh, banger of a matchup. That's, that will be a banger. Absolute banger. I love Aussie Open. Oh, me too. Love them. Love the whole damn empire. <laughs> <laughs> for FTR, for me, I think that I just hope that they can now. We got the trios already in effect. The trios belt, they're being more elevated than the regular tag teams. Uh, I hope that FTR could help now elevate the tag team division in AEW and primarily focusing on that. Yeah. And and don't lose that momentum. I hope they can build them up really good feuds. I would, like I said, there's a lot of tag teams that are not been used properly or given stories to it. And I feel that FTR could, like how you, you know how you mentioned coaching. And them, you know, being behind the scenes, maybe they could do that as of now. Like, hey, Tony Khan, we want to work with, you know, work with, you know, let's say, for example, uh, Butcher and the Blade. Okay, let's just give them. How about we work with them? Let's give them a push. You know, give them like a little storyline. Yeah. So, you know, help them, you know, push them up. You know, Silver and Reynolds, who were an amazing tag team. That too, you know. Exactly. You know, let's see what Jay got to say. Like, if you know the Beaver Boys, you know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I, I think a lot of that – oh, I'm sorry. You're going to comments. My bad. 
No, no, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I, I think a lot of that with them defending and that sort of like a lot of that, and I and I and I'm worried to say it because last time I said something bad about this man, he threw us right off of freaking YouTube. It pissed me off. I think a lot of that had to do with Tony Khan. He was trying right. to establish ROH. He was trying to get them on a network. He still has not really done either one, but he was more focused on let's get FTR with the Briscoes. Let's work this program. Let's get this. Let's get a buzz going so I can promote this to somebody, to a network executive, to a streaming, a streaming service, to whatever, to get us off the ground with ROH. And that kind of made, you know, New Japan and AAA suffer as far as defenses went. But it also got us that trifecta of amazing fucking matches. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And even like Jack Michael appreciates you. Yeah. See, they are the new the new open uh New Japan strong tag team champions, another double yep. champs. As of yesterday, the Capital Champ Champs. <laughs> Same here, bro. I wish I wish they could push, you know, Butcher and Blades. They're so underrated as a tag team. Oh, uh, De Niro, what's going on? Brother De Niro, I knew you'd come. <laughs> I knew you'd come. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yo, okay. Well, yeah, I love good. you, fam. I hope everything's yeah. going well, man. Congrats Dude. on iHeartRadio. That is right. That is right. Wonderful. All of That's right. All of <laughs> Congratulations to our other host here on Circle Debate and host of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. As you heard the announcement on IG on and on Twitter that now Wrestling DeLorean is now exclusively to iHeartRadio. So make sure you guys follow iHeart, you know, follow him on this journey. Download that app. That, yeah, download that <laughs> app so you can listen to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast on iHeartRadio. And you can still find him here, though, on COD and in Bloodline Entertainment Network. You'll still find him here if you want to see him physically, see his face. See that pretty beautiful face right there of his. Just, his sexy ass face. You'll see him here. Oh yeah, he'll he be going anywhere. He'll be back. For now, be you're back. stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as sexy. I'm not even gonna oh, lie. Man, you're gorgeous. Man. You're a gorgeous man. What's yeah, it? but that man is an Adonis. I can't compete. He's half my age. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. We. Oh Ooh, man. I did like. I like that. that Clark Connors. That was some good shit right there. Oh, yes. Love Clark Connors. Amazingly, I didn't even really, like, I'd heard about him. I had never seen him wrestle until Forbidden Door last year. And as soon as I did, I became a fan. I was like, this dude is fucking awesome. I know I'm late to the party, but I'm just being real with y'all. This dude is fucking awesome. Oh, and yeah. He'll turn. <laughs> I know. Dev's kiss. I, I love it. I actually enjoyed it. Brian, what's going on, Brian? The chef is in the building. What is going on, Brian? Yes. Shy Town's best and one of my favorite admins of Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook. Just that. that is right. <laughs> and they see Randy saying it's a lot of stop and start pushes. And yeah, that's the problem when Tony Khan wants to take control of everything. You should spread the wells, have someone to, hey, run that for you and have some, you know, run this, run that. Since you're running a football organization, you're running a soccer football Premier League organizations, AEW, Ring of Honor. And it's just then like helping triple A. Yeah, yeah. New Japan is like it's so much, you know. It, it's I feel like he's it, starting to understand that because if it, it feels like last few weeks, it feels like we're getting more stories that lead to new feuds and things go in, things come out. There's a little bit more storytelling, a little bit more of a you know, 
uh, it's not just, oh, one week this happened and the next week something else is going on. Like we go from, we actually have what feels like weekly episodic shows now. Yeah. And so while it's not there yet, I think it's getting there. And some of the guys behind the scenes, like Christopher Daniels and maybe even Ivan's favorite, Jeff Jarrett, are having an influence. Uh, Okay, yeah. He is my favorite backstage, behind the scenes. He's not my favorite in the ring. That's one of the things. (laughs) Stay away out of the ring, Jeff Jarrett. See, I want Vince out the kitchen. He wants Jeff Jarrett out the ring. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'd rather have Jeff Jarrett in the kitchen because look what he did for TNA. Than having right. him in the ring. That's that's just you know my opinion. See what Jamie got to say. Wish Santana wasn't injured. If we could see Santana Ortiz uh, versus that, oh, yeah, hell my god, hell yeah. For oh, once, yeah. that is very true. We haven't seen Santana Ortiz since day one. Where I think they were the first, I believe, tag teams that were signed uh, besides the Young Bucks, and I think um, I think they were. I'm not quite sure. I don't, I don't recall. Or the Lucha, oh no, Lucha Bros were the first ones. Um, mm-hmm. I think FTR was. I, I mean, uh, or Santana Ortiz was after. I hope we do see that because, and plus, I think Santana was the one, or someone Ortiz put like a 421. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if they're coming. They're gonna make their appearance back. I hope they do. They oh, just gonna get pride and powerful again. That would be fun. Oh, I miss those guys. I, I do too, man. I extremely do. underrated it, or undervalued in AEW. Let's just be real. I mean, they were in a faction that pretty much kicked off the whole fucking company, and they never even got a tag team title reign out of it. That's what pisses me off. That you like never that's the answer, it. Rick. That's one of the people. That's one of the teams I'd like to see pushed in AEW. Yes, uh, but Santana Ortiz, baby, why, baby, why? Let's see what. Let's so see what, good. Oh yeah, yes. But that's definitely uh, one. I mean, <laughs> what we can bring. What, no well, more brand splits. None. Not not WWE, not AEW, nowhere. It's all one company. Just just put your shit together. <laughs> the brand split is over. That shit ended with ruth with ruthless aggression. Get over it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Brian gotta say to chat. Tony needs a ton of help on his corner. It's a it's not a good to carry on a bur- uh, on the burden of running a huge company alone. Jeff Jarrett is and was a great wrestler. He just needs to stay out of the title. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Brian. Yes. I, this is why I love Brian. He needs to be Sting is what he needs to be. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, he needs to be like, Sting work, for sure. Work with the talent. Promote the talent. Keep, get in the ring here and there. Never sniff a title opportunity ever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It's that tenor and he's uh, beefing. Her. Yeah, that, that yeah. hurts. Yeah, that, hurts. that one hit me too, man. Oh, some some tattoos. Yeah. Oh, it's twenty fifth on Twitter. Twenty fifth. Okay. 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 I thought it was twenty first. Okay. So twenty fifth. Okay. Definitely got. I can't wait to see that and see what's gonna happen with that. I hope. Let me see. What I wish you, AW hired Kevin Sullivan or Dutch Mantel. In my opinion, um. Mm. Mm. Dutch, I Dutch, I could see. I don't know about Kevin Sullivan. Same. I, I can see Dutch. I don't see Sullivan whatsoever. Wrestling says he's missing a promoter, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we are at that point. Not era. wrong. Not wrong about not that. Not wrong. No, absolutely. You're not wrong about that. But since, um, need, I'm hoping. We need more Paul Heymans in life. Is what That's we what we need. We need, a Paul, <laughs> we need more Paul Heymans. We need more Paul Levesque. We need, we need more William Regal. Yes. We need more of that. That's what we need. You know, and that's what we need, and I'm hoping that FTR could de- to take 
the tag team division to another level and it helped build that, you know, that division. The taskmaster should stay home at this. Yes, <laughs> he should stay home at this point. Uh, you're missing. Oh, uh, what did no, I should go right here. Oh, man, we brought that up, didn't we? We popped it up. Yeah, we did. I don't know what yeah, the 25th about. is a Tuesday, so you might be right about NXT. Mm, maybe I don't what said Ortiz. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. We have to wait and see. Uh, speaking of Brandon Stinches, uh, yep. Let's get the elephant in the room out of this. Oh, do we have to? Yes, we need <laughs> to do it. I think do everybody, we... everybody here in the Bloodline Entertainment Network gave their thoughts of it. I know you had a lot more to say because I saw it last night on the chat on the Tim King show. You have a lot to say, and that's why I am so happy that you're here with me. Because, yep, yeah. we got to talk about your favorite boy. There uh... he is. Yep. Is it sad that I love this dude like last year? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I fucking can't stand him now. Like, when Uh, he first came back, grandma was so mad. Bruce and I were like, no, no, it's gonna be great. Best in the world. Uh." When I heard the news and I heard everything else, uh, uh, I have to do this. I I have to. But at first, I I was. Fuck! 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 I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. Jerry. Nope. No. <laughs> no. 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 Nope. I'm right there with you, man. See, I'm right here with you. See, it, it, <laughs> oh, oh, I needed a good laugh. <laughs> we, we, we needed a good laugh. Uh, I, you know, I, I, this is where I need, we need Roman to be like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I would Absolutely. happily. With CM Punk at this point, I would happily get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we definitely so need that. So, we you heard it all. He wants to come back, mm. and of course, they're setting up a plan. I guess according to the sources, and I'm just I'm quoting that so everybody gets to see that. Uncle Seltzer, Uncle Seltzer got a Uncle Seltzer right there. He got some heat because you know CM Punk called him on to some shit too. So he's like, oh, you know, I don't want to say anything. So he's trying not to say much, even though he says, oh yeah, I know, I know, but I, I can't say anything. I, 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 oh, I, I know, but I can't. Yeah, yeah sure, that's how you roll, Meltzer. Okay, God six. Oh, oh, thank you, Clarkson. You just brought something up that I haven't. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, solo. There you go. <laughs> there you go for seal. <laughs> right here, punk. <laughs> Psycho. Psycho. Oh, God. Motherfucker. Mm. Oh, right there. my God. Ian <laughs> Punk wants to return. They're already discussing that even Warner Brothers oh. Discovery is actually is getting involved in this situation as well. And they want to create another new show called the EW Collision that is going to make its debut on June 17th. I don't know if that's true or not. We're just giving our opinions once again, ladies and gentlemen. We're not here to, we're not Seltzer, we're not Wade Keller, we're not, no, you know, no. Sean Rossap. No, we're giving our opinions. My sources say we don't know jack shit. We don't know jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we got Jericho, Tony Khan, FTR involved in this. 
you know, Randy mentioned in the comments earlier in the chat that the reason why they resigned to get to CM Punk. Does AEW need CM Punk or does Punk needs AEW? And, you know, I know you digressed last night on Tim King's show in the chat, brother. Digress some more. I want to hear some more. Give us good shit. Give us good shit. First and foremost, I'm okay with the Saturday show with AEW. I, I grew up on WCW Saturday night. So as long as they don't want to put it on at like midnight, I'm cool. That's one of my problems with Rampage. It's like, look, I just you know got off my live stream. I got shit to do. I got to catch up on SmackDown. Now you want to throw this shit in? I can't watch. And so I end up going back whenever during the week and checking it out. If they're going to do like Saturday 6.05, like something traditional on TBS, I'm all for it. As far as this man on our screen, he needs AEW. Clearly, AEW doesn't need him. They got into Wembley without him. They're making tons of money without him. They're getting spinoff network shows. They're getting a Saturday show. And they did all that without him. And the last time they had him, they gave him everything he wanted. And he acted like a spoiled-ass Bitch, okay? And this is not the first time. This was AEW, this was WWE, this was ROH, this was any place the punk had that world title in his hand. He acted like a spoiled-ass bitch. And it's one thing when it's ROH in the early 2000s. 20 years later, in the third different company, you're doing the same fucking thing. That ain't them. That's you. And he needs AEW because how long has he been out? And has anybody contacted Tony Khan or him about possibly buying out that contract? Or moving him over to Mondays? No. You know who they reached out to? Cody. That's who they need, not you. Mm. I don't see. I don't see Scott Demore saying to Tony, "Hey, hey, can we can we use him over here like Kaz and the rest of the guys?" I, I don't see AAA banging on Tony's door asking, going, "CM Punk, CM Punk." <laughs> I don't think even Japan wants him back. And Japan loves everybody. If you're a big star in the U.S., they want you in Japan. Look at Mercedes right now. Oh, my God. She's killing it right now, man. And she's had a bit of an attitude problem, too, in the past. But they love her in Japan. You know who they don't want? That fucking guy. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was so excited when he came back. We did a live watch along, my wife and I, on the rampage in the United Center the night he came back. And we both lost our damn minds. It was a beautiful moment. And had he kept that same energy throughout, yeah, I'd probably love him to this day. But as soon as the injury started, as soon as the muffins and bullshit started spitting out of his mouth, the fights, the whatevers, I went, not again. All right, I'm done with this motherfucker. Like, y'all keep him. If you love him in Chicago, Brian, you can fucking have him. I want him no more. <laughs> TK, I know you got him tatted on your arm. You can have that son of a bitch. <laughs> I want nothing to do with him. But I am excited for a Saturday show. As long as they put it on at a time where I'm not trying to go the fuck to bed. <laughs> right, exactly. It's pretty... <laughs> See, look, man, I like what Rick Joe was like. The elite got something NW style. Get the punk, get, get punk, punk the F fuck out. Uh, yes. yes, 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 yes. It is I mean, like, God, you know, when he came back, I was like, man, could you imagine CM Punk versus Kenny Omega? Like, how big would that match be? How huge would that match be? And then when he started all this stuff with MJF, I was like, man, this could be so good for so long. And then he 
fucked it all up like he always does. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see Brian's Brian says CM need, needs AW. AW don't need him. The last problem when we, we were scorched on earth on a company on the same night who we won the fucking world title here in Chicago. Yeah. <sighs> if this wasn't the works, TK, I, I I don't think it was in the works with four punk. I think it was probably before already. But this is where I digress about this side of the show. And I'm going to digress about it. I don't feel that we do need a Saturday show. What they need to do is take that hour Saturday show, put it on Rampage, make it two hours. That's what you need to do. You need to. See, I was thinking the other way. Or what? Have, I was have, thinking take Rampage off Friday nights and do a two hour show on Saturday. That, that's fine too. Because instead of having to watch another wrestling show after two hours of SmackDown, now yeah. you've got two hours of wrestling on a Saturday night where old motherfuckers like me are sitting at home looking for something to do. Yeah. Now you got two hours of wrestling to watch. Yes. And and did it, okay, we'll get there today. I'm, I'm going to get there with Punk right now. I, I get you. <laughs> AW needs Punk. If you look, Yes, we look at the ratings. I know this week's rating wasn't the best. I think it was like 860, 865. Then it wasn't like number 16, no brawl, 18 or 19. Um, yes, uh, 18 or 19 a viewers discretion. Yeah, say. Give that two hour Saturday and give it a, and give it to Yes, give it a ring of honor too. There's so much. I didn't expect. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect that shot from Don. That's like a hit for John. <laughs> so take <laughs> your haymaker. <laughs> You know I love you, Brian. I'm just saying, if you want him, keep him. I don't. <laughs> Dom and I have an AEW. Yes, we already going to have that. Watch. Dark Side of the Reason to do it. But AEW drama. Right. Gonna, you're going to see that. If we <laughs> live long enough, it's going to be Dark Side of the Ring season 27 and AEW <laughs> drama all the way through. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to see nothing but the Andrade and Sammy Guevara one. The, you know, it's gonna have the punk and the. the awesome. They're gonna have like Sammy Guevara month where they just go through all the shit he it's did all week upon Sammy. week. Eddie Kingston <laughs> and Sammy, you're gonna have all of that. I mean, Sammy shit where he said about Sasha, that's gonna be Eddie, that's oh. gonna be a dry, then it's gonna be leaving <laughs> Pam. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but man, I'm with you. I, I mean, use that like. Okay, fine. Take away Rampage from Friday, put it on Saturday, like a Saturday, you know, main event. You know how yeah. back in the days you wake up in the afternoon. You know, like you WCW know. Saturday night. We're doing six oh five to eight oh five. Have fun with it. Eat dinner at the television. You yeah. know, let there be it. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. Uh but also with Ring of Honor too, it's just like they need a TV deal. They need to be put up on television. I mean, not yeah, just on Ring of you Honor, really you know, Ring of Honor Club on you know on the website. They need to split it up. Mm-hmm. One hour of Saturday is ROH. The next hour is AEW. If you're calling it collision, there's your collision. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that, that should be like, and I know because collision, I know because he's probably going to bring the New Japan strong stars involved in it too, which is yeah. why he wants to do this show. That's the case. And why don't you just take either dark or dark elevation, take that away and use it for ring of honor on, you know, on YouTube, like how let them let them have their show as well. Like there's so much. Here's the problem. The problem is you're putting too much content out there, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's, it's all good. However, it's it's overshadowing a lot of other things too that mm-hmm. they should be primarily focusing on, and which is the Ring of Honor roster mainly, 
and your you know rampage stars basically you want to you know call it that way because you know dynamite you have two hours it's kind of difficult to add more people to it yeah with saturday's show like how you mentioned like put rampage on saturday i think that's perfect i think that will really fit you know so it doesn't have to compete with smackdown put it on saturday there you go let's you know rampage on saturday and then have two hours there and then you have your tbs champion that you really don't highlight who should be the main star for rampage and that is jade cargill That's what you need to focus on and build her up more because she's your TBS champion, you know, or have her on dynamite then and then put, you know, put Jamie Hayes. Doesn't matter. Like, is there so much things that you could do Uh, with this guy right here? This guy in front of our screens, this fucking guy, this fucking guy. I said it last week. I don't have nothing against him and his professional wrestling. I personally, I feel he's a douchebag. He's an asshole. He's a jackass. Uh, you're I, right. I'm, you know, he could be, <laughs> be, yeah, he could be a nice guy, but you're going to tell me you're going to go there and make amends with everybody that you want to bury the hatchet. He's not going to apologize, first of all. That's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Punk is too egotistic to uh, to apologize to the elite. Mainly to, I, it wasn't, it's not even about them, it's even apologizing to the promotion, the organization, the roster, everybody who kept you on high hopes and, hey, you know, we thank you for, you know, for coming, you know, returning back into pro wrestling. We did it. We're going to, you know, we're going to map it out alongside with you, you know. And then he mentioned in the beginning, oh, I want to work with these stars. And then now you're, ah, I can't work with these kids. I'm like, you're fucking hypocrite. Yeah, wasn't the first night like, oh, there's a lot of young guys in the locker room I want to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the first things he said. And then skip to the scrum all these months later. It's all these fucking children I'm working with and blah, blah, blah. It's- yeah, it, it's that's where you know for me it hurts. It, it it hurt the promotion because you're bashing on the promotion, and not only that, I'm not only blaming Punk. I'm also blaming a lot of the stars with this drama. Sammy, another one. Moxie, another one. Because Moxie, Moxie was quiet. However, he did mention about AEW. Well, AEW, this I've never seen so much drama in a promotion like this before. So for him to say that, that's looked bad on Tony Khan and AEW. No, who is running the insane asylum? That's why they need to have someone like a William Regal, who they had the opportunity, I've been saying that forever, to control this asylum. There's too many eagles in one place and nobody's running it. And now with this guy coming back, is he, what is it, okay, he's going to make amends with the whole roster. Is is he going to do that? Um, they're, they're, and are they willing to forgive him? Is the other side yeah. like if he goes to Hangman and apologizes? What's Hangman going to say? Yeah, I mean Hangman too. I mean, he did he really bash on Hangman much? I think he bashed more the Elite than Hangman. I think the only thing he gave him he gave about well, it started Hangman. with Hangman and then it turned into the Elite later on. You know, but but it it all started with Hangman and that off script promo that he got all butt hurt about, and he went to Tony, and then instead, you know, like things just kind of ballooned from there. But if he goes to guys like Hangman and Mox and Ken and Kenny and then sort of, and he apologizes, I think I think he's willing to accept it at this point. Yeah, that's true. Let's see. To be fair, he did. Yeah, I know that he worked with with Darby, MJF, Hangman had a matches a bunch of youngsters, including Hops, that cowboy. Shouldn't have went Cole Cabana. He started it all. I like I said, this is this is Tony Khan's. First of all, I'm not blaming 
Cowboy or anything, if anything, if anything it should be Tony Khan. Because mm-hmm. Tony Khan hired Punk knowing that he had Cole Cabana in his roster. Yeah. That's something that he should have thought of. You know, maybe he thought that they were going to make their amends. We don't know. We don't know behind those scenes on that. That's maybe he was see- told by CM Punk that he was that this was all water under the bridge. And yeah. eventually... Because, you know, as, as much as I blame TK, I blame this man, too. Because Hangman said what he said. Okay, be the grown-up in the room. How long has Hangman been in this business? You've been in it for 20-plus fucking years. Be the grown-up in the room. Go to Hangman and say, hey, man, you know, I get why you said what you said, but I don't appreciate it, and here's why, and talk it out with the man. Don't run off to the boss don't bitch at a scrum don't do whatever don't flip out about colt cabana out of the blue when nobody's even asked you a fucking question yeah go to this man talk it out work it out move on with your life be the grown-up in the room instead he acted more like a fucking kid than any of them yeah eating your muffins in front of everybody and then just like having a temper tantrum out of nowhere you know It's like, yeah, how old is this man? He's what, 40? What is it? Is he what, 42? Or what's 42, 43? 43, right? It's like, yeah, I, I don't my, agree. You're my age, bro. Be the grown up in the room. Yeah. I know we all get caught up in those situations where you want to fire back and you want to do this and you want to do that. But eventually, the grown up in you has got to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to. I'm just going to say my word, my words on the low, or I'm going to stay out of it, or I'm going to do whatever, because this is bullshit. I don't need this right now. I need to focus on what I'm doing, not what, what other motherfuckers are saying. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I agree. It's just, I think that should have been done since the beginning. I think if you would have approached Hangman and, like, hey, what was that about? What was that promo about you know, that you shoot? You right. know, if that, if I guarantee things would have been different, if that would have been like, hey, you know what? And, I don't have man's comment was like, oh, I don't take advice from anybody. I don't take anybody from like the veterans or anything. I like, okay, if you got offended with that, talk to the man and talk figure to him. Out, yeah, talk to him. Like, hey, what's going on, bud? Why you're making these comments? Like, like, you know, I'm just trying to help you, you know, get you up in your career, you know. But if you don't need my help, fine, that's cool. But let's work out the story. How are we gonna do this for double or nothing? That's what it should have been done properly. And if none of that, if everything was approached as a man, how you mentioned, like be a man about it, tuck your balls in and go up to him and like, hey, stop being stop. a spoiled bitch. Yeah, you said stop. something bad about me. I'm going to dad. Yeah, I'm going to daddy. I'm know. telling on you. I'm telling on you. <laughs> what are you, six? <laughs> yeah. Right? Right, Tony Khan? Isn't he six? Right? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, all right, Tony Khan. You're bullshit. I'm tired of your shit because. It was the best one ever. I agree. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Take that shit. Because you will. You will. This is your responsibility now. And you will take it because the devious psycho said so. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I For me, I'm going to just, you know, play by your CB comes back. Let's see what happens. If the whole, you know how, like, you know, Justin in the chat mentioned about the storyline, the, them, the elite versus, you know, FTR. Fine, they can do that. That's fine. But I don't, I really, they can do it. Do you, are you going to get me invested? Not really, because Not really. it was all along. He, here's the thing, too. I, 
and I'm being a conspiracy theorist out here. I'm like, maybe this was all a plan all along. Maybe this was all fucking kayfabe. Maybe there was this was a plan all along, and this they probably just wanted to do this, get everybody hot and boiled up, and get everybody like bro, you know, and anticipated about hey, we gotta tune into AEW, see what's gonna happen. We gotta see, you know, there's so many ways you you know it could be booked and how this was planned all along. It could be. Um, but if it was, I think if it was a plan along, I I think I wouldn't have said nothing. I think I would have like punk wouldn't have put those IGs stories that's what didn't really say much i'm talking to see a punk to make come back like none of that you don't see the elite talking about it you see they moved on and moved forward you see kenny omega's not even talking about it the bucks don't even mention about it yeah. but you know they're even starting to bring it up on a reality show so if this is all work at this point i don't fucking get it i know what was the goal to make me hate cm punk mission accomplished absolutely Speaking of, of mission accomplished, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to introduce our guest that we're having here. Oh, oh! But let me play a little intro for this guest. Please do. It's time to hear her voice. You will listen as she speaks. You no longer have a choice. For magic runs within my veins. I am no longer hushed. I have been called by the universe. All I need is your trust. As I transcend from the shadows, I'll be watching as you sleep. Your peaceful slumber fulfilling my needs as your soul is mine to keep. Beware the sound of silence and the night sky as it's humming. For in light casting down, the temptress witch is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, she is here. I am the here. Temptress witch herself. <laughs> I think that I think that intro put me under a spell. Command me with you, woman. Command me. <laughs> I will do your bidding. Uh, welcome. It's been a long. I will long slap time. CM Punk if you bid it. <laughs> it's been a long time. It has, and it has been a long day. So. My plans like went out the window. Ivan, I told you about my drive home and everything. Yeah. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened there. She'll be back. Yes, Brian got hurt. Yeah. I just don't know what he is. My little witchling decided to take a spill over in his bedroom. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh. so, add, add one more thing to the mix. Um, no, so I I thought hey maybe i better check my oil before this drive home and i'm glad that i did there was no oil in my car so i had to stop and figure that out and then of course after that on my way home halfway through my drive i'm like oh no i'm losing my front brakes so that was quite an interesting day uh, very interesting day Jesus. yeah welcome to a day in the life of the temptress witch that is right i, I came and picked you up jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> you want to just leave the car take the cannolis get in <laughs> right seriously <laughs> what's going on what's going on baker hey, what's going bitches. on everybody all right what are, we, Oof in the building. what are we talking about right now well we're on your bff cm punk <laughs> 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 well said. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Dom and I digressed about it. We already gave by our. I mean, listen, 
I'll just keep it short. Is there a more useless person in the world of wrestling right now? <laughs> I can't think of one. I'm not right back. To... Please not right back. <laughs> not right back. Damn no. it. <laughs> not right back. There's hey. maybe one. <laughs> maybe one. I mean, maybe one. Maybe one. And it depends on what day it is, okay? Depends right. on what day it is. Like, is he trying to get on IG again? Okay, he's not as useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What yeah. Can't can't stand the guy. I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of him like in his first initial run either. Um and I think part of that, just the fan in me and the Jeff Hardy fan in me, I really hated that feud. And it just put a bad taste in my mouth. And then we hype this man up for whatever reason. You, Everybody just wants to see CM Punk back in a wrestling ring. And then the next thing you know, like, it's been a shit show since, I don't know, what, after his entrance, his return. Like, that was it. He got the pop. And then from there, it's just been a slow decline. Like, I don't know. He's At least we had the music. Because, like, Cult of Personality is one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. I mean, so every but, time that hit, yeah, I lost I my damn him, mind. I give, <laughs> I give him the pop, but since then, couldn't care less. <laughs> I have to play it for Ivy because you know she feels the same way. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. Jerry. Not a one of us. <laughs> yes, I know. The devious, tempting psycho is not one of us. <laughs> He's about as useful as my front brakes right now on my car. Just saying. <laughs> Even Justin's like strapping in to watch the tempers, which just shred CM Punk into pieces right now. So mm -hmm. they they want to hear you shred this man to pieces. Even Jack That's made it. a point. Everybody's biting their gimmick off the tempers, which y'all should oh, be yeah. sending her royalties. I mean, what? <laughs> Even The Rock's daughter kind of did a little Temptress Witch remix. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, well, I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. Like, get your own idea, man. Right? There's only one Temptress Witch. I already only got one. called. I already got called a legend in the chat. I think the legend is beneath us. <laughs> yes, is there a better says, place to be? Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. My wife's watching this. No comment. <laughs> oh, Kathy would be here too. Trust me. That's my girl. Yeah, I know. She loves you too. <laughs> so, I mean, no, yeah, there's nothing much we can really say about this. I'm, I'm just going to just, you know, play by, I mean, just see what's going to happen. If he does, oh, well, okay, whatever. I, I'm just not, I'm not invested. I'm not really, I, I just, I'm not. Like I said, I, I'm not. I, I'm not disliking this man's, you know, wrestling career in ring. The only thing I dislike is his his, his persona. He's an asshole, jackass, total douchebag, selfish. Only cares about himself. He say he wants to put every, you know, young talent over. Spoiled. Kiss my ass, bullshit, spoiled brat. And Tony Khan gave you all this money, and, and that's his Tony Khan fault too for giving him so much money too. So I digress. Bam. <laughs> I mean, well, the question that we have up here on the screen, you know, does AEW need Punk or does Punk need AEW? Well, they don't need him. Look at the talent that they do have. And I'm not even an AEW, like, mark by any means. Like, I have never been able to get behind the company myself. I mean, they've got great talent, but I think they lack in that whole storytelling aspect, which gives professional wrestling entertainment 
the entertainment aspect, but they don't need him. Mm. And I think he's kind of at a point, it's like, dude, you're washed up. Just exit stage left. Nobody cares what you have to say on social media. And why are we still talking about this man? Like, there you stop go. giving him the attention. Just go That's home, Phil. Attention. Just go home. <laughs> go on, man. Like, go on and get. <laughs> it's like Urkel back in the day where you're just screaming at him, go home, go home, go home. <laughs> yes. I was like, I don't have to take this. I'm going home. Go on. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Yes, by God, a temper switch stop in a mud hole on Steam Punk and walk in the track. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Brian. Love you. Oh, a tribal chief oh. is here. A tribal chief. I will acknowledge that man all day. <laughs> yes, we will acknowledge Devin, of course. Quite sure. And that's coming from the American Nightmare of Podcasting. What is up, my tribal chief? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to acknowledge the tribal chief. Let's acknowledge him. Yes. You. Acknowledge me. There you go. All day. Even Sunday. Yes, <laughs> even Sunday. Let's get into oh, some WWE now. Let's get into some Raw and SmackDown. Overall, a couple key things I want to just touch here. I mean, we, Raw, of course, wasn't, oh my God, like the shit. The only thing that really we saw was Cody calling out Lesnar for backlash. We're seeing that. Uh, we're seeing the split up for damage control, Bailey and Eo Sky Dakota, you know, Bailey giving her spot up for the number one contendership to Eo Sky. I do like the I do like Lashley and Bronson Reed. I think I hope that match could happen at Backlash. I don't mind. It was okay what happened on Raw. I, I enjoyed it. It was good to see those two meaty men slapping meat, damn it. Oh, good shit. <laughs> Love it. Such good shit. Such good shit. Big men slapping man meat. Big men, <laughs> Big men slapping man meat. That's right. And, of course, we did get the heel turn of Trish Stratus, which we all knew was going to happen. Causing the, you know, herself and Becky Lynch losing the women's tag team titles to Liz Morgan over Kale Rodriguez. Now we got Trish as a heel. I don't know where they're going to go with this. As it was a too soon to be booked, I, I yeah, there's a lot of questions. I, I don't know if this was a Vince call or a Paul LeVette call. I have no idea. But I want to get your take, Tempest Rich, overall of all of these. Um, Trish Stratus heel turn. I'm fucking here for it, okay? Like, <laughs> I love Trish just as much as anybody else does. Um, and I think... You know, when, when she first started making her appearances after, uh, like, you know, the all-women's uh, events and, and the women's Royal Rumbles, she's she's good. She's, you know, still able to go in the ring. But I don't want to see this pretty blonde-haired pop princess. I want to see Trish being a nasty bitch. And that's what I want because I feel like we didn't get enough of that potential out of her in her heyday, right? Because back then it was all big boobs, everything pink, bra and panty matches, and blonde. I want to see Trish be this hardcore mean girl. And like, I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. I think it's great. Awesome. And I think she can play it well. Awesome. Love it. And what are your thoughts of damage control splitting up? <sighs> I can't stand damage control anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like... They're, okay, very talented women, not by any means throwing them under the bus in that area. I just feel like that was the result of, hey, we have this handful of ladies here on the roster. We really don't know what to do with any of them. 
you know, outside of Bailey, the other two competitors here that we threw in don't have this big, you know, starstruck career in, in the singles division. They needed to do something. And I think it, it served its purpose, but let's let's just move on. Let's see what these girls can do on their own. Bailey, I don't care what you do with Bailey. Bailey's always going to shine. She can be a heel. She can be a face. She can, you know, do singles. She can work tag. Like, she, she's good. So, Bailey, you don't have to worry about. Our other two girls, though, it's what can they do? And I think now is the time to see that. Yeah. I agree with that. And... What are your thoughts on Cody overall? Ooh. Cody and Brock, listen, love it, <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> I have never been a big Brock Lesnar fan because I always felt like, you know, he came from the, the boxing MMA type background setting and he just was not a wrestler to me. Never was. This last year, though, seeing Brock Lesnar just out here loving what he's doing is like, by all means, I think the greatest thing, I think matching him with Cody, A, they can match each other, other's energy. Um, you know, you have Cody who gives you that legendary nostalgia because of, you know, Dusty being his dad and, and all of that. And then you've got Brock, who's been in the industry for years and has never always been liked, but now the fans love this man. So I think this is going to be great for the fans because you've got about an equal split. You know, you got your Cody group and then you got your Brock group. So it's going to be a good split when it comes to the fan base. Um, I think they're going to tear the freaking house down. Like I'm here for this. I love it. Um, and I mean, it's, it's Brock and it's Cody. Like what is there not to love about this? And this is Brock in his prime. Like he's loving what he's doing. He's not just out here throwing people around the ring. He's interacting with fans. He's he's giving us that shitty and grin when he comes out. Like <laughs> Brock is having fun, and that's what I want to see. So I think these two are going to do very very well. Awesome! I can wait. D O M, give us your take. Okay. Yes. That's where it all began. took out Lita in the first place, so she could get into the match. Then take out then take out Becky because Trish is nobody's third wheel. Okay. That woman is a legend. She's a main eventer. She was there before Lita, long before Becky. Now all of a sudden, Becky Lita are walking into WrestleMania with titles, and you're like, oh, and Trish is here, too. She's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> no, that's not how this is going to happen. Nah, I'm going to show you what happens when you say, and Trish is here, too, okay? <laughs> and not only that, I, do, I did enjoy it because, honestly, the last time I think I saw Trish as a heel was back when, when Christian was first going solo. And he was fighting Chris Jericho. He had that god-awful outfit and music. They had, the, they had those, like, chamber singers. Christian, and now you're on your own. <laughs> and and oh. Trish hit Jericho with the low blow to help Christian get the, get the big win and kind of, like, spark his career. How long ago was that? We're talking, like, 20 years. And Ivy's right before that. Yeah, she was a heel, but she was a heel during pillow fights and bikini contests and all this shit. Not, not where we are today. I want to see her go full heel in a match against Becky at Backlash in Puerto Rico. I am here for this. Mm-hmm. And when Cody called out Brock, I, I love that he immediately said, like, people are asking me if I'm scared of Brock. Of course I am. What are you, fucking crazy? <laughs> like, that was beautiful. That felt like a shoot. 
And at the same time, he said, I'm going to do whatever I have to do. I'm going to find every opening, use every tactic, use do whatever I got to do. And I'm going to make Brock Lesnar feel like prey. I was like, about you, Nightmare. I hope you kill him. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying Fuck to see up. that match. I, I called that match. If you go back to two Fridays ago, I said, point blank, we're going to get Brock and Cody in Puerto Rico because the tribal chief don't feel like flying out there. No. And then my second part to that was we we're going to get Cody and Roman at SummerSlam for the title again. And now finally, a member of the Rhodes family is going to get his hands on that belt. Because by then, Roman Reigns will be at like 1,070, 1,080 days. It's like a top five reign of all time. He's going to jump Hogan. Yep. He's going to jump Hogan. That's good enough. You get Ho you jump, you jump Florida man who obviously hasn't aged well. And you give it to Cody, and you finally put the Rhodes family in with the Anoas and the Ortons and everyone else where they fucking belonged already. Okay? <laughs> fucking Dusty went to his grave, and not one member of his family won a world title, but they were all in WWE. You figure that shit out for a minute. Think about how, how big Dusty was walking into WWE, and they went, here's your polka dots. Mm -hmm. Think about how hot Dustin was as the natural walking into WWE, and they went, here's your jumpsuit. All that time, no titles. It needs to change. This is this is a travesty of wrestling fucking justice, in my opinion. It needs to be corrected. Not only hashtag justice for Cody, hashtag for the justice for the Rhodes fucking family. SummerSlam, let's go. But I digress, because we were supposed to talk about damage control. When it comes to them... They're kind of like, I have like psycho tears for them. Like at the top, I put EO because I love that woman. I love that woman with a passion. I have, <laughs> I have since the main young classics. I love that. Uh, since Japan, I love that woman. Bailey, I'll put right under her because that woman can do it all, but she also kind of fucking annoys me no matter what she's doing. And then I'm sorry, Cody, you're dead last. You're dead last. I don't care. Like, like you're all right. You can kind of talk. You can kind of wrestle. I don't see it. I haven't since NXT. Uh, seeing EO become number one contender and get her music back with the bass all wrong and everything on Monday, I marked out. My wife marked out. She's like, oh my God, is that EO's music? She came running from the bathroom just to see the entrance. I love what she does that entrance. Oh man, just that, that entrance. She was watching so her face during a, a, during, you know, after a match, and all of a sudden you heard that music and that amazing fucked up bass and she came bolting back to the television just oh my god and i i can just picture like soap suds still on one eye yeah yeah like, like half a mask <laughs> and everything and then this i can see it also she could see this entrance that she hasn't seen in i don't know how long at least a year yep and then to get her to win the number one the number one contendership the way she did where she just moonsaults on both competitors i was like that's that's some tribal chief right there. She should have stacked him and then pinned him. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to start acknowledging EO. <laughs> I like the comment that you made, uh, Domino, like about the Rhodes family and how like it's about damn time that they make that move. Because if you really think about it, you know, Cody had come so far with his work with AEW. For him to come back to WWE, I've always said there has to be some sort of real incentive. And it's all starting to make sense. Cody needs that title. Otherwise, his return to WWE absolutely means nothing. And all it's going to do is just, like, add more heat in the fact that the Rhodes family deserves that title spot. 
Yeah. That's like, what I mean. It's about there's more a lot than of him, pissed off you know? fans if Cody does not get a belt <laughs> at some point here. Right here. Uh, <laughs> I was so mad like after Mania. Action, huh? Like I understood it, but I was so mad after Mania. Even Ivan even Ivan heard me last week just going off like that motherfucker should be holding those two belts right goddamn now. <laughs> well, uh, I had to break it to y'all, but I mean, Hubert sitting at home, acknowledge me. That's what I'm talking about. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the goat. The goat. He's the goat. Having all day. Thousand days. Look, the story's not over. What's the story? The story, well, no, it always continues. There's not a season in WWE. There's no season in professional wrestling. No. Nope. There isn't. So it's going to continue. One thing about Cody and Lesnar, you, it, this is one thing I would say. You want to make Cody strong, he needs to beat Lesnar clean. Mm-hmm. clean. Oh, yeah. Clean. He was about to beat Roman clean, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I know he was. He was. Oh, it could man. happen. Watch. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. But I mean. Oh, thank you, Victor. <laughs> we'll. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see SummerSlam. I'm not even like uh, rushing to SummerSlam yet because we still have a lot of things going with the with the draft. We still have, you know, just what's going on with Backlash. We got to focus on that. And then the Saudi shit. Now there's Night Night of Champions instead of King and Queen of the Ring. The Saudi shit. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. That's hey, that all sounds it is. Better. That sounds better than Blood Money Mania. Okay? That's yeah, Saudi it shit. Is. Yeah. It sounds way better than that. Way but better. With the whole Becky and Trish, I mean, I got to go with Jay Mans here. I mean, his comment, you know, it, does, it doesn't benefit. It's the truth. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Wasn't Trish supposed to retire? Started at the last year's SummerSlam. You're supposed to be retired. And you're back. And then I did like what Victor said. Oh, what do you think about, you know, what he asked you, Ivy, about it? Oh, did Lita kick us? I think she did. But watch Lita turn back on Becky. Then you're going to have those two women versus, yes. versus Becky. Um- and the funny thing too like about that because i did see that question come through and that's something that it's like it's kind of hard to pinpoint but from a medical background and with my experience in the industry i do have to say as much as i love lita i don't think lita can go as well as i thought she could i mean when we first we've seen her um you know compete in a couple of the rumble matches and i'm like damn lita looks good She froze. Glazier! What happened, Glazier? What'd you do to us, man? What'd you do, Sub-Zero, Glazier? What's going on? Oh, Are we back? There we go. Who broke it? Not Um, me. Well, me. I have no control over this one. Um, (laughs) Whatever. But, But, like, you know, what I was saying there is from the medical knowledge that I have, Taking into consideration Lita's age, she's got past injuries. I can tell you right now, I sure as shit couldn't go in a ring, and I'm younger than her. Okay, 
Um, but it really showed at Mania, Lita just cannot go the way that I thought she could. I feel like throughout the match, her timing was definitely off at Mania. Um, she just seemed to be moving a lot slower. And I was noticing when she was landing some of those bumps or when she was making any kind of impact against her opponents, it felt like, I don't know if she's holding back caution or if her timing and everything is just so off and all these younger competitors are just too much for her to keep up with. But it looked a little sloppy to me. And for me, that's like, is, is she legitimately hurt? Because it is a possibility at this point. Um, because can she just not keep up? Or is this kind of just playing into that storyline? Are we going to see that that Lita turn and we're going to see a little bit more out of it? Um, but no, like Trish versus Becky, like that gives us really nothing. It just gives us some filler content because you have a women's roster that you don't know what to do with 90% of that talent. And it shows with WWE. And it drives me nuts every time I watch some of these younger competitors get in the ring because it's like, they're putting on some good, solid matches. Why are you not pushing these women further? Yeah. Why are we still worrying about Trish? Where I love Trish. She's great. And I'm always going to, like, pop when I see Trish because, I mean, I'm sorry. I just, those, those boobs, like, you know, you see the blonde hair. And I'm oh, no, I'm she's still fine. Like those to the men are. Um, but we don't need to see Trish when we've got so much underutilized talent that has potential. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. You know, it, it just it just popped into my psycho brain that like I think maybe Becky is using this to cross off her bucket list because like we had the thing last year in Saudi where she literally brought up like her versus Lita is a dream match of hers, and then they did it. So they can't exactly do that again. And now Becky's a face. So instead, let's let's get one more off of Becky's bucket list and let Trish turn in the 21st century. That's true. Like, like two birds, one stone. Hmm, could it be? But what, another thing too. Look, I, I can't even hear what Trish got to say because she made no comment. I hope right. she don't bust that doll sticker. It should have been me. I should have been tag team champions with Lena, not you. Nobody's third wheel. Nobody's somebody's third wheel. It should have been me who you liked. Not I'm the star. I'm the star. I'm the seven-time women's champion. I was here before uh, all these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I joined the Kiss My Ass Club. <laughs> right, that's dedication. That oh. Well, that's why she's mad, though. <laughs> ah, that's she didn't do all that shit so Lita could show up. You know? <laughs> hey, hey. That, like, hey, oh, you had to have your ass hanging out. I had to kiss Vince McMahon's. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> we make movies. None of them movies. Mm -mm. <laughs> None of them. Mm -mm, Vince. Oh, you fucking freak. <laughs> uh, hey, it is Vincent Kennedy. Man, but, uh, mm -mm. Now let's smack that. One thing I am noticing, three things that I want to talk, talk smack them very quick. One... I do like the now the booking we're gonna get with Carrion Cross finally just fucking doing something with him after he's brought him back and doing shit. I want to see I want to see him and Nakamura. I think that's gonna be interesting. I will. I'm invested on that story. I am. I'm will be invested. I hope they don't fuck it up. That's what I'm afraid of. Oh, God, yeah. I just hope not because this should be a good story between those two guys. Uh, another thing, LA Knight is. 
I'm pissed because he's you know SoCal native, Eli Drake. This man should have been booked at Mania, but was not. And the way how they're the way how he's been utilized on SmackDown, this guy has the charisma, and he he got it all. Man. He got the whole package. I think they should really really focus on using him and building him up more. Ain't that right? Yeah, see, he, he even agrees. Yeah, 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 dummy, yeah. And of course, we're seeing. I think the bloodline is kind of hot water because when Paul Heyman was saying, "Oh, you know, we need to deal with the two of you," because the tribal chief is tired of the two of you, but he was looking at the Usos instead of Sammy and Kevin Owens. That means the Usos are in hot water. And also to add on that, I'm I'm happy that they're finally booking solo highly now. We're finally get to see what the hell he could do because we haven't seen much of him. And for him to close out the show on SmackDown with Matt Riddle, which is another guy that I'm really don't give a shit about. I hate to say it, but it's just I'm not invested in Matt Riddle. I'm sorry. I'm with you. I, I'm not invested in Matt Riddle. That's a douchebag. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I just I mean he was he's good in the ring. I was sick, but I mean his persona, yeah. Oh, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not invested in this shit. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I'm really not. Invested, but I am invested in the Nakamura and Terry Cross. We want to see Ellie Knight pushed up. There's already rumors quoting that, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, which is our opinion. We're giving our opinion. So rumors that they're high on LA Knight maybe being the winner of the thing in the bank coming up for the men's side. Uh, that's intriguing if that does happen. Uh, but other than that, SmackDown was okay. I, I, I just, I'm just really more invested on seeing Solo. How what they're gonna do for him? I, is he gonna turn back on his brothers? Because Roman had to tell them. You know, bust a solo, you know, bust a dom, right dom. No, solo! There you go. We might see that. Psycho! Psycho! <laughs> well, I'll take you to you, D-O-M, and then take it down. Okay. Um, As far as LA Knight is concerned, like, yeah, I know my stuff about wrestling, but I'm going to defer to a man who is uh, much more popular, much prettier, and actually wrote for WWE. Freddie Prince Jr. himself on his last podcast said, you need LA Knight on SmackDown, on at WrestleMania, wherever you have a WWE show, because the man is entertaining. I'm going to leave it at that. The man is an absolute star. And I don't care if he's cutting the promo. I don't care if he's getting his ass beat. I don't even care if he's doing one of those little run-ins while the Miz and Snoop are in the ring. You need him week in and week out. As far as like the bloodline goes, there's a reason I always say I'm the greatest prediction champ in wrestling podcast history. Because on the live watch along of night two of WrestleMania, I say, you watch, bloodline's going to fall apart. The Usos are on their way out. They lost the titles. Roman's been pissed at them. There's been all this back and forth since Jay and Sammy. Solo's going to stay with Roman because obviously they're cool. Jimmy and Jay are going to get kicked the fuck out any day now. And we are headed there. 
we are right smack dab on the road to Jimmy and Jay getting booted right the fuck out of their own family. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Ain't that like like I know I kicked myself out of my own family, but but for them to kick me out, I'd be insulted. It, it's just it it I'll admit it's damn good television. I think this bloodline story could probably go on forever between the infighting and the drama and all that. You know what it doesn't need anymore? Belts. You know who needs those belts? That man right there next to the Temptress Witch on the left. Right there. That man needs them. That man needs them like I need a third cup of coffee every day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am extremely in and and Nakamura versus Karrion Cross is like pulled from my psychotic brain. These are two guys that I loved in NXT. I've loved Shinsuke for I don't know how long. I probably didn't have gray hair when I started loving Shinsuke, and now I got to cover it up. Okay, that's that's a thing that happens, y'all. If if I didn't, I'd look like Big Papa Pump right now. This would all be gray, and I'd have one little spot of color right here. Go back to Top Rope Episode 1 if you think I'm lying. So it, it is it is high time that they use these two tremendous talents. And, and I'm with Ivan. I hope they don't fuck this up somehow. I've been dying to see Shinsuke again. I've been dying for them to let Karrion Cross be himself. I want to run up on him and put him in a headlock and shave his fucking head. <laughs> and then give Scarlet her, her Batman Returns Catwoman suit back and be like, yes, this is you too. Go! <laughs> <laughs> because we still haven't gotten the full version of those two on a main roster. We've gotten something better than Karrion Cross, the missing member of Demolition. But it's still not full 100% Karrion and Scarlet on main rock. I want that. If I gotta like hold this man down and shave his fucking head, I would do it. Just to see it. <laughs> you might catch assault charges for something like that. It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know how that feels. And yet here I am. Put a, put a finger down. <laughs> I beat more charges than Snoop Dogg, y'all. Straight up. <laughs> Oh, Plus, I got gosh. grandma. She knows everything about law. She just get in there and have me out in five minutes. Right? Grandma's <laughs> in the rescue. I can see it. Um, she don't play. Dom, like, your thoughts are very, very, very similar to mine, like, on all of this. It's kind of scary. Like, why are we the same person? Um, <laughs> like, you know, Karen Cross is somebody who I feel from the gate has always had a lot of potential. Um, NXT, like, chef's kiss with this man. But... We just have not seen enough. And, like, come on, do something. Stop wasting your good freaking talent. Like, hello. Stop wasting your good talent. Um, Shinsuke, same thing. Like, this guy came in and was, like, at the freaking, like, top of, like, entertaining stars that they had. Why do you waste this man? Why? He's freaking good. Like, actually looking at his in-ring capabilities, like, he's good. He's not somebody that needs, like, a total, like, vacation away to revamp, retrain, learn some new things. He's good. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why are we wasting it? Um, same thing with LA Knight. Like, LA Knight is very, very good. 
This is somebody who has so much to offer character wise, skill wise. And I'm really afraid that if they don't pull the trigger and do something valuable with him, he is going to end up being another bottom of the barrel wasted character on this bucket list that we just keep having like run through. I mean, look at Bray, look at Bray Wyatt. They had every opportunity to toss that man on top of the mountain and let it freaking go. And they don't, they don't. Why are you arguing with this man over creative? He's one of the most creative people out there right now. Like honest to God, Bray Wyatt, especially like with the fiend that had so much potential in my opinion that that could have been the next like undertaker-esque type of character. We could have taken that character and like, ran with it but no we can't do that because we don't want to give him creative abilities we don't want to do things unless vince sits here on his pedestal and agrees with it which is horseshit vince you're old go to the retirement home and let somebody else take care of it now i'm sorry um the world is not in a in a place anymore where we're only satisfied by blondes with big boobs like we actually want to see real wrestling here and we want to see creativity mm-hmm. stop um and then the bloodline, I mean, it's just going to start unraveling at the seams and it already has. And that's exactly what we freaking need. Because I've said from day one, once they really started pushing the storyline as deep as they've pushed it, the only way that they can end this is to have it literally pull apart at the seams and unfold in front of our freaking eyes. And they need to do it. But I, I don't want it to be done too quickly. I want to see some time with it. Because if you've invested this much time in this entire Bloodline storyline, we've got to take some time to watch it slowly freaking crumble. Right. So I'm down with it. But I don't want it to be a quick pull the trigger. Everybody turns on everybody. And then, boom, we're done and go our separate ways. There oh. needs to be legitimate freaking fallout. Yeah. And oh. damn what? Damn my psychotic brain! This just jumped in. What if LA Knight wins, wins King of the Ring? Can we start calling him the Night King, like Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Only with a K. <laughs> and speaking of I'm curious. I want to read more comment here. My prediction is going to make a tired return. As a mystery opponent, it's not true. We're very wide, which wouldn't make sense. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on with Drew. Yeah, he took I, everything WWE off his social media. Like, mm-hmm. Not looking good. Any day now, I'm waiting to see Drew Galloway is all elite. Oh my! No, no, right? no, 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 no. What yeah. happened? <laughs> oh damn! I I no. Like I might legitimately sit here and claw my eyeballs out if that happens. Oh, don't I'll do, do that. it on camera. Don't do that. We don't need we don't need views that bad. Don't do that. <laughs> yes. Oh god! More Scarlet TGS. We do need more Scarlet. There's so much shit they could do with this. I don't know. What's, I don't know what's gonna happen. But with it's the whole bloodline story behind it, it's going to depend on who is behind running those running that booking. Like, honest to God, is it going to be Hunter or is it going to be Vince? Mm. And we're going to be able to tell very early on and very quickly who's in who's who's taking the lead on this. I think the only thing we could take we could probably get that answer is when the draft happens. If you notice, yeah. Papa H is 
if Papa H takes, let's say, SmackDown, right? Let's say I'll control SmackDown. And he really drafts all his people, Gargano, Bronson Reed. He keeps carrying. And he brings the talent that he brought back. And then Vince has like Rollins, Roman on Raw, and and Riddle on Raw, and all of you know all of that. Then we could tell who's running who. Then we could tell that Vince is running Raw and Triple H running SmackDown. That could happen. Damn it, Vince! Stay away. Stay out of the kitchen, old man. Yeah. <laughs> burn this house down. He just needs to behave himself. Sit in the recliner. Be spoon fed applesauce and have his catheter bag changed every four hours. <laughs> right, just stay out of the kitchen. Yes. We, we don't need you burning this shit down. He needs a nice hefty dose of Haldol to keep his ass calm. Maybe a little maybe, Ativan here and there. Maybe some estrogen so we don't get so many NDAs, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good booking, my friend. Such good shit. I know. That's, good. <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, God. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. And don't forget tonight, too, ladies and gentlemen, on a Sunday, we got Impact Rebellion happening tonight. And that's going to be uh, interesting to see. I'm really happy for Steve Macklin and Kushida, who they'll be fighting for the Impact World Championship and vacated since. Josh Alexander's, you know, hurt. And also Mickey James. I don't know if she retired. I mean, I saw someone in the chat saying that she retired. So she had to vacate the women's knockout title. Now you got to have Jordan Grace and Deanna Peraza going after it. Good, you know, it's a good card. And you're going to have Trey Miguel and the triple threat for the X Division title versus Speedball Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham. That's going to be a good one. So it's a good card here for tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing that. But very quick, I want to digress on this is... Uh, Macklin, Macklin is gonna do great. I think Macklin is gonna be the first ever. Finally, I mean, I Macklin's underrated, man. People don't give Macklin with credit what credit's due. The man is so underrated. I hope he wins the Impact World Championship. He deserves it. He reminds me a lot, like his character, like the Punisher, and like he just like to punish people, and that's what I love about it. And good, you know, <laughs> kudos to Kushida. For even being in the title picture, but I'm excited for that. Uh, I don't know. I want Diano to win it again, but then again, Jordan Grace is good too. I don't know. That's a tough one to be honest. I don't know who to go for. That this, uh, that's a tough one to be honest. I, both women are incredible. They're both very talented. Uh, I I will be tuning in the evening watching this. I have to tune in and watch this because I want to see how this event turns out to be. And Bully Ray, stay out of impact, man. I'm tired. I, I, I'm just tired of Bully Ray. I am tired of him. I'm hearing on Busted Radio Talk. He he is full of shit. What majority of what he says in his comments. Uh, I, I I digress. I'm just saying, you know, that's just me. But I'm excited for this event. I don't know how you feel, Dom. You got Macklin. You got Diana Perazzo. Doing great. What do you got, Dom? Man, it, it's hard to pick between Grace and Perazzo. The winner is the winner is us fans, because every time they get together, they put on an absolute clinic, and I fucking love it. Like that Iron Woman man, that, or that Iron Woman match they had. I don't know what happened with my brain there. Forgive me. 
um, you know, the, the, the original title match, like every time they just put on bangers. I, I kind of feel bad for Impact. They have all their main titles vacated. And then they kind of threw Rosemary in where Ty used to be a death doll because she moved on to AEW. <laughs> They're, they're, you know, and, and then I look down the card. I'm like, wait, Santino's on this card? Tommy Dreamer? Like, what? What? The Attitude Era came back. What the fuck? <laughs> but there are some good matches. Like that's one of them. I, Macklin is wonderful. I, I want to see Kushida do it. I really do. I want him to get some shine in the states, man. I love that guy. I love Kushida. I love that Marty McFly looking son of a bitch with a passion. If he's the next Impact Champion, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I love the uh, I love Speedball and Jonathan Gresham in the Exhibition title match. I, I love that we're getting an intergender hardcore brawl on this pay per view. I mean, where else are you going to get that right now? Not happening in WWE. Not happening in AEW. But boy, are we going to get... I mean, and Masha's in it. She just won the GCW title for fuck's sake. So it's not like, oh, this poor woman. No, this poor woman's a hardcore champion of a hardcore promotion. So <laughs> if anything, it's these poor men that she's going to be fighting. And shout out to Masha because I saw her fighting Asha Kong at Prestige, and that was a good match. And hey, she uh, at least Asha Kong put her over. Like, hey... You did good. You did well, and raise your hand after the match after Ashton winning. It was good to see that. Oh yeah, a great legend like her, putting over Mosh. Tempers Witch. Mm. So I always get a little like annoyed with Impact, but the only reason I say that, and it's just a general thing, Impact is like has has been for years like the underdog. I almost feel like at one point Impact is where decent wrestlers got washed up and went to die. Um, but they have so much freaking potential. They really, really do. Like they could do something with impact that would actually give us that like WCW, you know, environment. They, they really could. And they could set themselves apart from WWE and AEW in so many ways. And I just feel like they've kind of not done that for me. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. Like, I almost can't even, like, bother to keep up with it because I know I'm not going to be 100% satisfied with the product, which is really annoying because they have great talent. They do. Um, and vacating your titles, like, I would have much rather have seen, like, drop the title to somebody that's up and coming than just having a vacated title and having a bunch of people in a squash match to try to determine who's next. <laughs> Sorry, I it just it's yeah, it's it's not. Please my tell thing. me they're not. They're not going to crown interim champions, are they? Because we don't. Need oh hell no, we don't need that. Listen, uh, if they if they pull that shit, they might as well pull the damn plug altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they might as well. I love Impact, and even I have a tough time watching it. I mean, I've got an I've got an autographed picture of Jessica Havoc behind me. Okay, <laughs> I love Impact. I love the Knockouts Division. I have a tough time watching it sometimes. It's like, really? We got Santino now? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's... they Their knockouts division, those are some women with amazing freaking potential. Tremendous potential. Like, what? Like, you've got some women in there that 
are some of that were some of the best when they were in the indie scene. Do something. Do something different. Set them apart. I mean, shit. I get tired of it. Like, I really, I get so tired because I feel like every company wants to put themselves on the same level as WWE or they want to accomplish being the next WWE. WWE is not always the way to go. And it's not the vision that every company should have. Yep. Yep. It's not. Look at ECW. Try being the first you. Maybe WWE will act like you. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Just like then. Yeah. Just try to be you. Try to be you. Just yeah. try. Just try. Just try. Put forth yeah. the effort. Yes, it's not like uh, how they. I hate. I I see them around the identity community how they try to compare. Dominant stereotype Eddie Guerrero. Oh, he's the next Eddie Guerrero. Like, no, he's not. He no. is the next Dominic Mysterio. He's himself. Because he's you not. think this is a game to me. I served hard time. Served hard time, all right? <laughs> all 18 <laughs> minutes. All 18 minutes, he served hard time for sure. Because he's different. Remember, Dominic Mysterio needs to be himself. And see, I like what they're doing with him. It's because I'm built differently. Built differently, he is. <laughs> oh, he's, he's built differently, son. all right. He's built a lot differently than his daddy. <laughs> he's a lot taller. <laughs> yeah. Unless that's not his daddy. Oh, hey, hey. He didn't say that. Hey, Eddie Guerrero. I wish. Well, he said that's I really none of my business. Though, Eddie right? Guerrero was my real father. He didn't say that. <laughs> oh man, We'll see. I'm looking forward. But another thing I'm looking forward to, just to everybody very brief, don't forget, on April 22nd, I was there yesterday promoting the show for DCW Ultra happening this Saturday, April 22nd, at the, of course, Memorial Hall in Wilmington, California. And we're going to have Viva Van versus Tempers, which is BFF, Kylie King, who is now exclusive to Impact. That's for the PCW Ultra Women's Championship. That's going to be a banger of a matchup. We have Moose versus Jacob Fatu for the PCW Heavyweight Championship. That's going to be very, very good. We have, of course, Myron Reed versus Bounty Keith for the vacated PCW Ultra Lightweight Championship. So that's going to be something very interesting. Shane Douglas will be there in a tennis meeting. Green Amon Johnson will be there. And a uh, special period by Ken Shamrock. He will be there, too. So this is going to wow. be you. Yeah, this is a good card for all, everyone. Make sure buy your tickets. The description right below. And Amen. we'll be there. We'll see you guys there. Hopefully, we can get the get a Tempers Witch and, of course, DOM to come to California to attend to one of these. Man, events. you have me at the franchise, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love that man. Listen, I, I cannot say enough great things about Kylan King, okay? Not just because she has become, you know, someone that I know from the industry, um, but on a very serious note, any card that has Kylan King on the card is a good card. You are going to get a hell of a match out of this woman. Um, you know, I've seen her in the locker room and in the ring, and she is just all around badass. Like, you just don't understand. If you've never seen Kylan King in a match before, you don't want to miss it. She is going to be phenomenal. Yep. Like, uh, 
any opportunity I can get to see Kylan in a ring. I'm, I'm here pretty, for it. I'm pretty sure she's on the Rebellion card tonight, too. She is. I yep. think part she of the, is, uh, yeah. the coven, which, which, you know, Ivy has to have a little something to do with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but oh, I can't wait to see that. Viva Band, Cutting King is going to be a banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. Just like that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to end up having a bruised chest today. Oh, yeah. I've got a permanent one being on all these damn shows. Yeah, same here. <laughs> it's already there. Yeah, big purple mark right here. I, I don't want a sternum fracture, so. What's going on, JD? What is hey, going JD. on? Oh, man. But yes. Uh, it's time, Dom. You know what time it is, Dom. Oh, I know what time. I think you do know what time it is. It is about that time. You know it's Vader it time, right? No. Yeah, it is Vader time. It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. Dynamite. That's right. Dynamite that happened, what I would say, 96 hours ago, I believe so. Something like that. Yeah, 96 hours ago. I'm yes. not good with math on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, 96 hours. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 96 hours ago that happened. So the start, of course, I'm, I want to do with the maybe with the matches, but I, I think the opening match for me, I enjoyed this one because we finally get to see the potential that Swerve fucking Strickland has. Because I'm sick, of, I was, I'm just tired of that Mongolian shit. That shit was not for him. Yeah, it wasn't for him. It's just like, what the fuck. And then now he's with Brian Cage and Prince Nana. I'm cool finally to see Brian Cage there. Which, by the way, he re-signed with A7, so I'm happy for him. Uh, but this opening match was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing Barry and, and Swerve going at it. And mind you, these two guys are former Defy wrestling alumni. These these guys know each other from this Defy Pro Wrestling Wrestling in Portland, Oregon. So they know each other. But this match is great. I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. Uh, Darby Coleman with the win. We'll get into the after promo. I don't think for me, but I want to hear your thoughts, Dion, because I want to get your thoughts of this match first before I get into the promo. Take away um, with this one. The match itself was damn good. Like, uh, everybody knows Darby can get hardcore, but if you watch Lucha Underground, like, yeah, Swerve can too. Like, like he don't give a fuck what Darby's trying to do. He'll do you one better. He don't give. A, he there is no fuck given. And these two do have a history, and it shows. And I thought it was the match was cool. The the aftermath was good. I love the way they kind of worked that into a story that played into the into the main event and beyond. And the Mogul Empire is so much better than than whatever that dude was with the nineteen thousand face tattoos. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, like Rick Ross and a couple of, no offense, you see me, Rick Ross and a couple of white boys with face tattoos and all this, but what the fuck is that? So to get like Brian Cage and Prince Nana and I, I guess eventually the rest of the embassy involved, that's a step up. That's just, that, that's that's 10 steps up from whatever the fuck that dude had Crayola all over his fucking face. <laughs> Well, you know, okay, let's just jump into that aftermath, that MJF portion. What was that that promo, man? I'll be honest. I, I thought it was, was kind of cool. 
like I, I hadn't I hadn't seen him in a minute, so to hear the music and to hear Shabroni screaming, it's and then for Sting to throw MJF's words back at him, like, you know, yeah, Darby's riding my coattails. I rode Ric Flair's coattails all the way to where I am today. Shout out to the nature boy. And then and then to turn around and say, hey, weren't you riding somebody's coattails? Oh, right. Cody, you were riding with Cody. <laughs> Maybe he said Cody too many times. Maybe Triple H had to reach out and file some lawsuits. But still, it was cool. And then the way he just threw his arm around Max and started talking about all the stuff that he's been through, and there's still a little Joker in me. I love Joker Sting. Seth Rollins got his whole shtick from Joker Sting. There, I said it. <laughs> so I, I thought it was pretty cool the way he, you know, took what MJF said, remixed it, added his own little thing, and threw it back at MJF. And then, of course, we had, you know, Sammy and all the bullshit. And, and, I'm just glad we're back to pillars. Like, like this is why AEW don't need punk because they have pillars. And this is what we're building. And this is what we needed all along. AEW was getting a million viewers before seeing punk. But these four, they can do it again. They don't need Phil. Fuck Phil. These, Hell yeah. These guys, these four right here. That's what you need. I don't care if Darby is 90 pounds wet and wearing boots and he loves turtles. You need him. I don't care how many times Sammy fucks up. You need him. I don't care if Jack spends more time on his hair than he does in a ring. You need him. And obviously it works for him because have you seen Anna Jay? I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Hell yeah. Thank you. This is where I have to give Tony a little credit. I bash him, and then I give him credit. He tries to get me off air every time I bash him, but I still give him credit. I am not one of these fanboys. I don't bash anybody. That's fucking bullshit. No, you're, you're bullshit, bullshit, Tony Khan. You're bullshit. <laughs> you're bullshit. You. I'm tired bullshit. of shit. All you got to do is give me space and opportunity. I will bash the living fuck out of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Oh, but you will. You will. <laughs> you will, because the devious psycho said so. Throw me a beer. Oh, right. I got nobody here. Never mind. <laughs> I was about to pull an ivy. Just... <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was one of my finer moments. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were that was shared on social media, and several people that I know in real life were like, how did you do that? I would have drowned. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> Not my first time stone colding a couple of beers. It's okay. Nope, nope. Okay. Done it a few times myself. Last time when Stone Cold beat KO right on my couch. Just fuck it. <laughs> Broken skulls, too. Oh, see, that's a waste. They're so good. It's only a waste if you spit it out. I mean, yeah, but then, you know, it gets all over yourself. Not me. <laughs> I'm a professional. Hey. <laughs> Some who you considered counseling. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I'm an admitted well, psycho. <laughs> Maybe we can get a two-for-one deal on counseling services. You're trying to get a counselor to quit now. <laughs> oh, don't quit. Like these two? No, I'm gonna head out. Like there's no hope. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I thought it was a great opening segment all the way through. And I like that it played into the main event and we got a story coming out of it. This is AEW, yeah. folks. This shit doesn't happen. Listen, right well, there. <laughs> let's let's utilize all of that as the example of what the fuck AEW needs to continue to do. Take notes. Get, yep. get the notepad out. Take notes. Keep <laughs> Baby, doing give me a pen. that. <laughs> Keep doing that. And maybe I won't bitch about it as much. Right. It feels like the last few weeks they have definitely done that. Like story coming in, story coming out of a match, you know, this sort of thing. And, and listen, I love it. <laughs> when it comes to the storytelling, too, yes, long term storytelling is great. Okay. It works. It's great. You need it. But even the short term stuff works too. Like, I'm not saying every single week we have to have a continuation of some shit like we do with the bloodline, right? This doesn't have to go on for two and a half, three years. It does no. not have to. You could literally have a very quick storytelling moment starting at the beginning with a segment, leading into a match, and then some sort of fallout afterwards that squashes it. Boom, you have a story. You have entertained and you have wrestled. Right. It's that simple. But Indie shows a... do it all the time. Yeah. Like there's a time for dream matches and that's fine, but but week in and week out you gotta have a little continuity, or else why is somebody gonna tune in next week? No, you definitely do. But even that short term stuff, if they can get a leg up and start doing a little bit more of that, they will be getting somewhere. I mean, take into consideration, I went to Nashville, went to a CC Dub event, ended up going to the ring with one guy. Midway through, I got sick of his shit. And guess what? The Temptress Witch found herself a new goddamn champion by the end of it. <laughs> and walked out. Bing, bang, boom, done. Simple as that. Right? And I'm sure the crowd loved it. <laughs> there was a nice short-term story that went on within, you know, that 15 minutes that we had from coming out for the match and then leaving from the match. And it was executed beautifully. More we need more of it. We just need more. We need more. What? Give it. What's your take, Tempest Rich, on this? I don't know if you saw the opening match. I did not see the opening match, but I did see clips. Um, what I will say is that you have two guys who are entertaining. They work very well together, chemistry-wise. And for a match overall, just judging what I saw, good match, solid. I liked it. Do it again. But with other people. Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's happening? I have you? other comments about AEW, but I'll wait until you want me to rant for a minute there, Ivan. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get there because I know exactly where you're going to go. You know exactly Domino's. where I'm coming. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. We're going to get there. Trust me. We're going to get I'm just, there. I'm over here just itching now. <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there. We're just we're good thing we're we're not doing segments here. We're just only doing many more. Well, that is matches. that is fine. I can wait. Mm. Oh, all right, TNT Championship. I feel like we had Carl Hob Hob versus Chris Young. I want to digress about one thing about I was pissed off the way how they booked this man. This guy is a legend, Ring of Honor. This guy is all so underrated i hate the fact that they didn't give him his entrance they brought him on like after the commercial break yep 
They squat and powerhouse squashed the shit out of him and didn't really highlight Silas Young as much. And I think you remember, Dom, I think two years ago or last year, remember, remember when they booked them and then they, oh my God, the crowd was actually going crazy in Milwaukee for yep. it. Yep. Did it happen this year? Because they didn't put him over correctly. And then, of course, we get the aftermath, Wardlow destroying Powerhouse's car. We get the... You know, the old Steve Austin. What's with the, what's mm. with the, yeah, I think it was Steve Austin, right? The, the back of the attitude or destroying the car. And, of course, Warlow coming back, you know, into the ring. Well, heading into the ring. And then Hobbs leaves. Power bombs there and solo to the table. I don't know where they're going with the storyline. I, I mean, I just – you'll know once we get into the next matchup, the next championship matchup, why they're building that man, this man more better than this man as your big man, meaty man, it's Paro Hobbs. But I just want to digress of Silas Young. I feel bad. And I really feel bad. They're not really giving attention to this story of two meaty men. Damn it. Two sexy beast nipple men. Damn it, slapping meat. I love it. But they don't bring up Tony Khan. Right. What are you doing? Even my nipples got hard. Like, <laughs> Mania, baby. Ah. But man, me percolating. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just pissed that they're, they're not really paying attention to this this story. This is what I mean. Then, if that's the case, put it on fucking rampage. Have them build at rampage that story. If you're not gonna use them correctly, since so using the other guy, which we'll get into right now, the next matchup. But mm. I don't know, Dom. Talk to me, baby. I, 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 I mean. Digress. I'm with you. I get why they did it. You want to make Powerhouse look strong, and you want to pull this backstage segment that feels very Stone Cold Attitude Era-like to to hype the story, and and for Wardlow to get revenge after Hobbs broke into his car and stole all the shit. Like, I understand that. I don't understand why why you would use a guy like Silas Young in that spot. Uh, Getcho said it. The man is an ROH legend. Yes. I had not seen him since when you talked about like when they booked him in Milwaukee and the crowd went off. I thought maybe he had retired. I wasn't sure. And then they came back from commercial and he's in the ring. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. Who's he fighting? I hear power. How? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. No, don't do this here. And then they did. I was like, motherfucker. And if that wasn't bad enough, then after Powerhouse gets his car destroyed, eventually Silas goes through a table. Oh, I'm like, why? Like, I get it. You want this man to have heat, but why? Wasn't Fuego available? Couldn't you find somebody from Dark? Like, anybody, anybody but this dude. Anybody. It feels like this is beneath him. I and, and I guess I got to give some credit to Silas for actually letting it happen. Like, going, yeah. okay, I'll get squashed. Okay, I'll go through the table. Whatever. Yeah. Like, if that's what you want me to do, I'm getting on TV. Fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. It's a big man right there. That is a big man, but I just I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the segment. I enjoyed the Wardlow with the forklift. I, I enjoyed that he didn't put the brake on it, so the bitch just kept rolling into the car. <laughs> like when he got off the, the forklift just rolling down the street till it hits the turned over car, just boom. Like somebody needs to teach him about forklift safety. But 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 beyond that, like uh, the backstage stuff was cool. I, I I don't even mind the squash, but it was the wrong person. That yeah. that's 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 what took away. Like, I would have loved it if it was anybody but Silas Young. Like I said, if it was Fuego, I would have been like, kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Hey, get your Let's, go Let's, Let's go Sixers. Let's go Sixers.
see what uh, Bloodline Sister. Oh, the Queen of Philly. Yes. <laughs> I wish Power Hobbs was put more like Samoa Joe than when he was TNA. I agree. That's mm. where I'm digressing mm. about this booking because they're not really focusing on this title. This is your TNT, your first fucking title. They're not really booking more. You're booking the other title that the other man when it's going like this, you're booking him more better than this title. Yeah. This is that's where I I digress on this because I would take advantage of this story. I said it a while back that I don't care if they have a trilogy, but mm -hmm. book them really solid good because these two are incredible, underrated, underutilized athletes yes. that should be more on Dynamite Especially Hobbs, man. Jesus. Hobbs too, man. Oh, that man. dude, that dude is a beast, and and he's always somewhere in the back, or you know, he's part of Team Taz, or he had that little, he had that little moment with Wardlow, and then Joe got in, and it was like, oh fuck him, let's just put him in the back, and give him some segments, like, and then he wins the title, and now this, yeah, just let this man roll, like, hey, he's I know, so man. damn talented. I know, and that's the see Tony Khan. Damn it, Tony Give me what I want. Give no, me what I want. You us. gotta give us, give us what we want. You gotta give us. <laughs> if you agree in the chat, we're we're say us. <laughs> us. We are uh, yes, because I know just, JD does. So there's that. Give us. <laughs> right, exactly. And I and I, JD has a good point too. Like, there's I don't know about the faction with him with QT. Like, and they're not stupid. What is it? Uh, that show that QT TMZ. Oh, he does that TMZ bullshit. Yeah, just, with the uh, with the with the hot chick and the and, yeah and solo and the other solo and <laughs> <laughs> the solo no one cares about and. <laughs> And, and Nikki from Philly, which which breaks my heart, because that dude is skilled too, and you don't know yeah. shit about him yet. He's been there for like a fucking year, and you don't know shit about you don't shit, know shit about, about him. him. And I'm telling you, that man can go. I know it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, sad to say, AW has dropped the ball. Yes, I agree, Brian. I'm with you. a little bit, Brian. A little bit. Like Wardlow had a nice little run, but. You know, since and Joe is the king of tele and a bitch that the king of television isn't on television. That's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that is very, very true. I love that shit. I was eating that up. Oh, king of television. Num, 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 num. <laughs> now we got him behind a paywall. What is he, the king of the paywall? <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, this is a title where they're booking more. They're mm. giving this man more the attention because we know Tony Khan. This is his guy. This is his guy, Orange Cassidy. He dressed as him in the Halloween. Yep. He gave him the international title for and now he's getting he is getting more stories for this belt than Power than Will Hobbs is. This is why I digress about it. I'm not I'm not disrespecting Orange Cassidy's title run. Like I get it, but it needs to be equal, man. You gotta make yeah. it both relevant. You have to make them important. You have to. If you're not putting the AEW title on the line weekly. Why do you right. have these titles main like main events or the first hour main event at least? Have them have their relevancy and use these talents. That's where I digress about it. But this match was the storytelling of this, I enjoyed a hundred percent. Buddy Murphy, buddy Matthews, excuse me, keep on Murphy. Buddy Matthews hit, you know, working on that, that hand. You heard that hand slap. I was like, shit, that shit's like all oh, legit. And then just see, and then we hear Orange Bryce, get him off of me, get him off of me. Tell him, you know, tell him the ref. 
great story. I love that story. I love when it, when they when since last Friday's on rampage, not this one, but the following the, the last one when Buddy called him out. I like that call out. See that that's great story to to yeah. get this title match. Um, I don't know what's next for Orange Man, but whoever's ne- I I can't even answer the question who could be the next guy to take away that belt from him. I could, but I'm gonna hold myself on that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna hold myself on that. But oh, he's but, about to explode. I can see. I, it. Yes, I, I know. I I, uh, uh, I know who could do it. I know who could do it. Nettie on this. I, but I'm gonna hold I, I think I know who you know who can do it, and yes. and, and I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> but deal. Go ahead, brother. Break it down. Man, you're you're right about that. This match was so good. We had storytelling coming into it, and you know, people people like live watching it with me were were kind of upset at Buddy kind of taking advantage of Orange. Like when Doc Samson's looking at him, he just stomps on the hand. And I'm like, how many times in any wrestling promotion have you heard somebody at a table say, you know, when you have an injury, or you have a taped up, or whatever? It's like a bullseye. You know, it, it, it's like people complaining that Seth Rollins was working Cody's jacked up fucking arm in Hell in a Cell. Of course he was going to. Did you see that shit? It was a huge purple bullseye. So I have no problem with Buddy doing what he did. It's good strategy. It's, it is. it's heel strategy. The match itself was amazing. It, it, it almost looked like Buddy was going to take it a few times. And then Cassidy pulls it out at the very end. And, you know, it... it I know who you think could be next. I think maybe next we're going to get a rematch of this. And I would love to see Buddy beat this guy. Like, bring more titles to the House of Black. Why not? I wouldn't mind that, honestly. And and even if I'm being more real, and I can't say this on my show because of the mixed company, Orange Cassidy is like the hottest fucking champion in AEW right now. It's true. It's the, he has it's, been it's to war true. with everybody. Brody King, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, you know, maybe some repeatedly, now Buddy. And, and he has been brutalized and beaten down and put through the ringer, and he just keeps coming out on top. And, and one of the reasons is probably because Tony likes him. And one of the reasons because this is a dude, this dude is an AEW OG, man. He is a day fucking one guy. That's very true. You're he, absolutely he, right about that. He announced the pillars. I was like, you know. He's not even part of the pillar. It's, he's not even. He's like the, the fifth like, mysterious you, one, the bastard son of the pillar. You can say. I was like, whether you want to admit it or not, Orange Cassidy is at least an honorary pillar at this point because yes. they built the company that. on him. I agree with that. And I'm, I'm with you. Man. Watching him do what he does now reminds me of a few years ago in the other in WWE when Brock Lesnar was the Universal Champ sitting at home, and the Miz was Intercontinental Champ, basically carrying the weekly television. That's where Orange Cassidy is right now. MJF's going to come out. He's going to do his songs. He's going to do his dances. He's going to do his promos. He's going to do his segments. Orange Cassidy is going to carry the program week in and week out in ring with a title, like The Miz was doing with the Intercontinental title when Brock was sitting at home. Very, very true. I mean, They're you, not exactly you know? the same person. I'm not saying No, 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 no. But I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah. but when, you look at it, the, when you look at the comparison, it's kind of hard to, to deny. I Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and everything you said, yeah. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I try to do what I can do when I can do it. But <laughs> there's one thing I feel that I have to I'm do. afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs>
Uh-oh. There's one man who could take away this belt from Orange Cassidy. I kind of agree. <laughs> I already know, and I kind of agree. Uh, I, well, there's two guys. And I think the first one I would say was Ethan Page. Hmm. But the way how they're booking him as of late, I don't think it's some weird happen. shit right now. Mm-hmm. We're going sure, to get that. to that a little, but he's in weird, weird, weird shit right now. Oh, man, it's weird shit. But the second man could be, could be Ricky, Ricky Starks. I mean, that's uh, that feud with you know with Bullet Club, uh, it'll be over quick, and it sucks because this is it's. I hope this could be a bounce back for Ricky because it's like it doesn't affect him too much now that you have Jay White made his debut last week, and now you got him involved in this story that you know Juice Robinson and, and Ricky Starks have. Hopefully, they could just get that out of the way quickly and not overshadow, not over, not burying Ricky Starks, but then have him have him yeah. the next in line. Challenging, you know, Orange Cassidy at double or nothing for the international title. I wouldn't mind seeing that. No, I think they'll they'll, no. they'll put a great story. If they really add the story correctly, it will work, in my opinion. I think it could it could work. Um, but it, it, yeah, and with you as well. Like again, run this run this again, round two. You know, Buddy Matthews. I mean, this he time was he this, wins. Buddy was this far away. Oh my God! Hell yes, he was. Yes. Oh man, but. Those are matches that we could have for sure, and we can't wait. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how they book. You know, Orange heading into Double or Nothing. We'll we'll wait and see on that. Yeah, that is yeah. Sure. You know what, Brian? It's going to take a minute for Julia to get the women's title picture. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She's still I, green, but damn, she's good. She's got like an Undertaker entrance now. I it's insane. It. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe yeah. Maybe later on, Brian, either that or maybe the TBS. But I wouldn't say that she would be Cargill. Maybe someone else. Maybe we'll see. I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, she's got a little ways to go still. She got a lot of She's ways good. To go. She's a lot better than I thought. Oh, yeah. Like when she was a cheerleader, I was like, oh, pretty face. Okay. And, and now that I see her in the house of black, I'm like, man, there's some layers to that shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely there's layers. There's layers. All right. The firm segment. I don't know where's mm-hmm. Ivy, but she better hurry up because she needs to get involved. Right, in we're story. about to talk about your man. We're about to talk <laughs> about your vato. Who, and if you're hearing this, Ivy, because I know you probably were doing something, but we're about to talk about your man, so you might want to jump on this briefly. <laughs> saw something happen. I saw something happen. Like, what? Like, oh wait, I heard my man. So I need to come in. She'll come in first. <laughs> Let's see if she could come in shortly. And then, uh, oh, before, well, before we talk about, you know, uh, we got a surprise guest who is on live and reporting right now. I'm going to bring him one? in. Well, he's just reporting in, showing us where, he, where he's at right now. Our oh. another Philly native. Hopefully, he should be coming in. Well, I guess we'll hold off that segment until Ivy returns. But hopefully, he sees it. He is reporting live and local. Oh, what happened here? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. See if she comes back. Hopefully she does. Goddamn technical difficulties. Tony yes. Khan kicked her off. I God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> happened to oh, me last she, week. Yeah, it ha- yeah, it happened last week. Well, we are going to get someone in here shortly. I'm just waiting for that. Pull up. We've got a live correspondent coming in from a uh, certain a- show that's going on. Yes. I'm excited. Uh, yep, we did it for Mania. Yes, I was there trying not me. to spoil it, but I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just waiting for him to log in. Come on. 
come on, let's see what we got. But yeah, man, I let's get yeah, oh here. Oh, she's back. Okay. Okay. Okay, we got one. Yay. We got I had one. technical difficulty. Yeah, I was saying Tony Khan threw you off because you said something bad about AEW, but <laughs> so sensitive. God damn. We got someone right now who is on location, and that is, of course, our brother right there. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's Mr. On? Universal and the man with the IQ at the same time. <laughs> They're, of course, live at New Japan right now in Philly. Where else are you gonna get live looking? Who's wrestling right now? There you go. Who's wrestling? What's up, peeps? What's going on? How you guys doing? Good, good. How you doing? Enjoying the show. Great show, guys. I love it. Yes. Who's in ring right? Who's in ring right now? Dan, say something stupid. <laughs> Dan, pass me a beer. No, I don't pass me a beer. Shit. <laughs> Mm. Awesome, love it. Oh, who's that fighting though? Who's fighting, gentlemen? All right, peeps. All right, we'll see you. Bloodline see Entertainment it, Network forever. Have a good awesome. one. Enjoy the show, guys. Enjoy the have show, fellas. Thank you, thank you. Peace. Where else are you gonna get live look-ins at ongoing events than right here on the Bloodline Network? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Just hearing the thump. Of the ring there in the background, right. it's like, just oh. like oh, it does something for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it makes me crack everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely makes some of my old injuries hurt. But right. it's like, oh, my neck, <laughs> <laughs> my back, my neck, and my back, my neck and my back. Yes, but yeah. So we had this, of course, the firm segment, and. Ethan Page oh. calling out the heart, either Matt Hardy, Hook, and then of course Isaiah Cassidy. They get jumped by Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Should be Morrissey, not Jesus Christ. Uh, Call him W. Morrissey, not Big Bill. Uh, and of course, even my name changed to the Notorious Dom was better. Than I like Big that. Bill. Yeah, I right? love it. I'm gonna start using it. <laughs> Notorious. There you go. Dom. Love it. And of course. Then we heard another entrance music, and I know Ivy went, and I know she did. I know she did. She Listen. Did it all. It's that initial reaction. I mean, just hearing that entrance is always going to trigger, like, the inner teenage fangirl for yeah. me. Um, and I've been pretty outspoken that... You know, when it comes to Jeff Hardy and his wrestling career, I really feel as though it is time to hang it up. Um, believe it or not. And I, I've said that quite a bit. Um, I've said it on many episodes of Rewind. And it's not because I don't adore this man. It's not because I don't think he can, you know, still compete because he absolutely can. It's because I think what we see with him, a lot of these substance abuse issues and things like that, I really truthfully think that him being in the wrestling business is not the healthiest decision for him. And I want Jeff Hardy to be the healthiest version of himself. 
But on that note, I will say he's looking pretty trim. He's looking very, very good. Um, (laughs) And I'm still going to squeal and squirm (laughs) and start sweating and, you know, going crazy every time I see him on a TV screen. Um, I I just, I've said it every other time we've seen him come back. I just, I hope that, you know, this is the final time that we're going to see him get dismissed for a substance issue, or, you know, this is the last time that we're going to see his mugshot going all over the internet. Um, I love this man, but I want this man to be the best version of himself. I want him to be healthy. I want him to be happy. Um, And it sucks because, you know, he is happy when he's wrestling. He's happy being in the business. He loves it. He knows nothing else, but at what cost? And I feel like coming from the fan standpoint, you've got the fans that just want to see their favorites. They don't care, you know? No, I don't. I want to see him healthy. I want to see him happy. I want to, you know, I want him to be at his best. And I'm just crossing my fingers that if we are getting this extra run out of him, that he has taken enough time away, gotten some things together, taking care of what he needs to take care of. And I really truthfully hope that AEW is going to recognize burnout when they see it because mm. WWE does not. They don't believe in such things. I don't believe in such word as burnout. What's burnout? No. What's that <laughs> word? <laughs> no, there's no burnout. Burn money. Let's get money. I like chocolate and taste. That's all I like. <laughs> yes, hey, hey, hey. more <laughs> pillow fights. Pillow fights, damn it! Oh, he likes Chucky, Ducky, Quack, Quack. That's what he likes. That's yes. what he fucking likes. Yeah. Yes. So, but just, just can we just take a minute to just look at how cute he is? Just look uh, at him. Look at my man. This gives whole new definition to the term nipple mania. Uh, it's a good thing that my nipples are off screen right now. I'm just <laughs> watch out, guys. You might lose an eye. <laughs> oh, JD, what she said. Hopefully, we will remember him more for his career than versus his issues. Fingers crossed that he will yes. do. Yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a tough one for me because. Oh, this question. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is this his last opportunity? I think it depends who you ask. Well, who wants to take it? I well, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let's save Ivy for last because we. Yeah, I, I want her to hold. I mean, well, she is like the Jeff Hardy expert. I know. You know? But yeah, but uh, you know, I, that's why she. And I say expert because stalker doesn't sound right. <laughs> I may or may not know exact GPS coordinates to his home. That's what you're saying. Oh, hey, you, you, you might, but you might get, you know. She may or may not have some secret nanny cams playing yes, around the property. Exactly. She probably does. She probably Allegedly. Does. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Sure. Let's go on that. But this man should stay retired i think this man should be retiring oh okay i'll give him his last this this is his last chance he better not fuck it up he needs to make sure he stays sober stays clean stay away from the bars stay away from the liquor stores 
and gas stations because I know gas station sells beer too. So that I do know. Especially so in North Carolina, you can walk into any store and purchase liquor. So just saying. Yeah, same in Virginia. <laughs> she is a Jeff Hardy specialist, JD. She is. She really is. I, I don't even want to go into the vast knowledge that I have on this man because it's, it's. She's an expert. Terrifying. Uh, a very, very expert because this is all we got to see all day. That's all we're going to see. Nettie on her. Nettie her. But I hate to break it to you. This man needs to. Okay. Last run. Make it right. Biggest question here is well, how would you book this now? How would you book the Hardys now? Because the, the original plan was for them to be the tag, the AEW tag team champions to have one last run and then call it quits. Are we going to see that again? So you're going to tell me that we're going to see. FTR maybe later on drop the belts to the Hardy Boys. Maybe all, all out. We might see it there. I hope not because if it does happen, hey yo, will, what the fuck? I will do that. That would feel a little too soon. Oh, way too soon. The fuck? Uh, I hope not. You know, it's hard for me. I, I, it's hard for me to even say anything about this man because I wish nothing but the best for him. Oh, on a personal, like personal side, I'm glad he found help, and I'm glad that he is doing better. And I hope he keeps it that way. Because if he doesn't, then we're gonna be here crying. Yes, we will be there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dom. I don't know what else to add on this one. I, I'm so, I'm so torn. To answer the question, I don't know if it's his last opportunity, but I hope it's his one last run. Like, just get it out of the system and move on with his life. Because, of course, as a fan, I want to see Jeff Hardy. There's nothing wrong. Jeff Hardy's amazing. The guy's, the guy's, the guy's fucking insane. Of course I love him. <laughs> but there's the fan in me. And and I even, brought it, I even brought it up Friday night. I bring it up all the time. Even when I became one to do a mental health episode with us. There's the fan in me. And then there's the recovering addict in me. And, you know, sometimes you can love something so much but that doesn't mean that it's any good for you and unfortunately like jeff hardy can love being in front of those crowds doing these things being in a ring but is it good for him you know i mean with jimmy uso you got to ask the same thing and he seemed to have turned himself around and, and gotten himself to a better place but Sometimes, no matter how much you love something, you got to let it go because it's not good for you. Trust me, I'm an expert in that, okay? I, I've lasted almost 22 years clean because no matter what I loved, I kind of had to let it go because it wasn't good for me. And I'm hoping it's not that way with Jeff Hardy. I'm hoping he can come back, get his last run in, maybe pull, pull the tag team titles with Matt one last time next year, and then just gracefully bow out and go find something else to do. Work on your music. Work on your art. Okay. Open up a wrestling school. I don't give a fuck. Just, just have your moment. Take your time. Wind down and walk away because for your, for your wife, for your kids, for your brother, for your family, for your, for your many, many nieces and nephews that keep coming every time I turn around. And for the Temptress Witch. And of course, for the Temptress Witch, <laughs> these people need you here in life. That's bigger than anything that you can do in a ring. Mm -hmm. 
Like, ask my wife and my kid where they'd be without me. That that there's your answer. <laughs> like this shit is great, but there are more important things in life. And sometimes, no matter how much you love doing something, it's not good for you. I wish him all the best. I want him to come back, be as good as he can be, have one last run for old time's sake. Maybe get to that point where the Hardys can check the AEW titles off the list, and that's like the last set of belts they never won. And then walk the fuck away. As far as the segment went, when it came to Matt and Ethan back and forth, there was something I didn't get. And maybe you didn't pick up on it, maybe you didn't care, but, you know, I'm a psycho. It, it hit me. Matt Hardy originally said that if Hook beat Ethan Page, then he and Private Party were released from their contract, and he got a match where he could call the stipulation, right? Then he says he wants a match with Ethan Page where if he wins, he and Private Party are released from their contract. I caught that, too. Didn't that already happen, homie? Like, you you just said if Hook beat him, and now you're saying you want to have... I I thought he was going to say, like... You know, we're going to have a final deletion match and do some cinematic shit at the Hardy Compound or something. I I thought we were going there. But he went back to the same thing he had just said happened when Hook beat him. What's up with that? Clearly, they're still working on the storytelling in AEW. It's not perfect yet. (laughs) But they're trying. They're trying. Well, at least you tried as I scooped the cake into the trash can. I didn't want to go too dark and get too serious, so I had to, I had to lighten the mood a little bit. And that just <laughs> fucked me up. I was like, wait, you just said, and now we're here, and I, I don't get <laughs> I don't even get that either, to be honest. I'm with you on that. Hmm. Hang it up. Go out on a good note. Yes, yeah. we're all wishing him That's to go I'm out. That's what for, Coach. Yep, the floor is yours. It's the expert's turn. It's the Jeff Hardy (laughs) specialist. The floor is... All right, all right, all right. So this question, is this his last opportunity for his career? No, it's not, but it should be. Mm. No, it is not. Jeff Hardy is a draw no matter where the fuck he goes. Look at his time in TNA. Look at Mm. his character development when he, he had his Willow, you know, alter ego going on. That was some of his best work, despite it not being in the right place, in my opinion. Mm. Um, it just, it needs to be. Again, give them the tag titles, let them get another run in, and let it go. Sail off into the sunset. Do your Parox Y Gen, you know, shows and things like that. Keep recording the music. He's at, like, I'm, I'm a fan, and it's not just because I'm a fan of Jeff Hardy. I like decent music, and I think they have some good stuff going on um but i mean this is somebody that i have followed i'm not even kidding since i have sat in front of a freaking tv screen watching wrestling and nothing like bothers me more than seeing a person who is one of my icons a person who at one point i have always had on this pedestal you know seeing the worst of them i don't want to see that for him Jeff Hardy is not your average Joe off the street. So everything that he does is, is put into the media. Everybody sees it. The fans see it. 
you know, and I know there's a lot of controversy about, you know, his, his history and things like that. You get a lot of people that, oh, you know, he's, he's a scumbag. Why is he even still out here? And honestly, why? I think there, when they showed back up at Mania, that could have been the Hardy Boys' last run. Yeah. Then we switched to AEW. Honestly, Matt, like for me, has never been, Jeff has always been the draw. When it comes to the Hardy Boys, Jeff is the one that everybody followed. Matt has not had the greatest singles career. I mean, he's accomplished some things, but ultimately Matt is not someone who everybody looks at when they look at anything Hardy Boys related. It's Jeff. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. he's made some very poor decisions. But I still think that a lot of that directly correlates with the over demand of being in the wrestling business. And like Dom said, if it's not good for you, sometimes you got to step away from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that Jeff Hardy has well exceeded that limit of when it was time to step away. Yeah, I'm totally content. I will go to every, you know, Parox Y Gen show that I can to support this man as long as he's not, you know, driving under the influence and getting mugshot after mugshot posted and, you know, testing hot for whatever substance of the week it is that we're talking about. Like, I just, I don't want to see him be one of those guys that ends up with a completely soiled image when he walks away. Yeah. I want him to walk away at the best that he's ever been and call it a freaking day because it's going to kill me. If this man gets dismissed and then he's never able to be picked up, never able to accomplish everything, check everything off his list that he wanted to in his career, because he's too fucking good to not be able to achieve whatever those goals are. Yeah, that's true. It's true. You know, and so I almost feel like I almost feel like you just need to put me and Jeff Hardy in a room for five minutes and let me mother him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she'd love that. I listen. I mean, of course I would love that, but. And that's not just a kink, but I'm just saying, like, I, I just want to mother this man. Give him that pep talk. Enough is enough. Get your shit together. Have freaking fun and step away when it's time to step away. Because right. I think we've been overdue. I really, really, really felt when they came back at Mania, that was going to be their final run. And it wasn't. And I was highly disappointed when it wasn't. Yeah, I feel you. But again, is this his last opportunity? No, because if he screws up again, give it a year, give it a couple years. If AEW doesn't give him another shot, WWE is going to be begging him to come back because they're going to be bored and don't know what to do with their tag division. Or they're going to need somebody to put over some of these newer talents that they don't know what the fuck they're doing with. So they're going to call in their charismatic enigma and then they're going to boot him out the fucking door as soon as he smokes a little weed or gets a little drunk. And they're not going to support this man the way that he needs to be supported. Somebody in this business needs to start looking at Jeff Hardy with that quality versus quantity aspect and realize that he does not need to be there in order to make them money. His merch sale, his merch will always sell, you know, we'll always be able to say, you know, an appearance by Jeff backstage creative again, open a freaking wrestling school, something. This man is always going to be good. Don't, fucking overdo it let him be i feel like i just want to look at him and go jeff you see your brother be more like him 
You notice how Matt toned down all the extreme shit and everything, went to delete and 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 focused on the gimmick and and all that. And for a while in Impact, Jeff was doing it too, and then all of a sudden he went back just being the same old Jeff Hardy. The you same have old... to understand Jeff Hardy's personality and his soul, and his astrology placements to understand who he is as a person. Just saying. Oh, I get that. But at the same time, sometimes that ain't good for you either, homie. No. <laughs> I mean, really, what does he need? He needs me to just come up and just shake the shit out of him for a minute. And then maybe he'll listen. Let's hope so. I hope he does. And I don't know where Matt plays in this. The fact is that just ask your brother. I don't know if he's helping him or has tried to, you know, seek for help. We don't know that because maybe that's private. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Matt and Rebby have tried their best to help him. Hey, dude, you got to calm down with this, you know, addictions. And I hope he continues to seek for the help and has the help that he has. That I We know that his eye surgery, he still hasn't recovered fully yet. So mm. that's why he noticed that. Nobody touched him at all when he came in and right. picked everybody up. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I just hope he has a good run. And do, do they need to have the tag team titles? I don't think they, they don't need it. Do I need to go out and with a banger of a match? Maybe. Uh, they could do it maybe by the end of the year. Have one last run as Hardy Boys. They could have like a banger matchup. Uh we may get to see maybe the Young Bucks and Hardys on AEW finally. We've seen it in the Ring of Honor. That's happened already, but could we see it happening in AEW? I think we could see that. We could see the Hardys having that. Hardys and FTR, but not for the Bills. We could have Hardys versus Private Party, because that's some, which we already had that, but I think we'll want to see it one more time. Uh, Let them pass the torch. Yeah. You know, Hardys versus the Acclaimed. It is oh, that's right, the Acclaimed. Let them have a hell of a run and put over all of this young new talent, mm -hmm. and then let them drop their boots in the ring. Yeah, and just walk and walk. That's it. Bye. <laughs> they should. And this You've should be done enough, guys. Bye. <laughs> it should be in North Carolina too. Should be in Carolina. Oh, you what? And and the temptress witch will make the drive. I'll pick in up Doc North on the way. Carolina. <laughs> Listen. I'll, I'll happily go with you. Oh, what? Listen, you wait until like I catch them somewhere local. I mean, I I was about this close to blowing money on some tickets to go see him uh, for one of his, you know, singing events. Um, I know they were going to be at an indie show out here last year, and I was telling you about. It. I was like, "Come down, we'll go together." And I was so, <laughs> I was so pissed because I I had like something else already like that weekend. If you remember, I was so pissed. I remember. I was pissed. Like, I think we had like a beach trip or something planned or something like that. And I was like, I actually contemplated like leaving the beach trip early just to go attend that. Just but I, I didn't want to have to explain to my children that their mom was having like, you know, a, a midlife crisis episode and had to go see Jeff Hardy to feel like a young hot mama again or something. <laughs> and mommy I also needs, didn't want to Mommy needs know, to get her juices flowing. I got to go. <laughs> I didn't want to have to explain to the man of the house, you know, like, hey, honey, sorry. I'm just going to go over here and drool over this man for a couple minutes. But I'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> Give me a few hours. I'll be back. Give me a few hours. I'll be back. 
maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really funny because we had had like a just kind of a comment, um, little back and forth altercation, I guess you can call it uh, two years ago now. Um, I'm a big fan of the TV show Supernatural. And he's like, if Dean Winchester walked through that door and told you to get your ass up and leave, you would go. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I absolutely would not. I'm perfectly content in my relationship. What I failed to explain to him, though, is that if it was Jeff Hardy that was walking through that door, I Jesus. might get the fuck out. Um, Bye. <laughs> yeah. No shame in my game. Sorry, honey. Mike. <laughs> you, you may be the apple of my eye and the love of my life. However, Jeff Hardy has always been my charismatic enigma, so there's that. <laughs> there you go. But we we will we will see what happens with Jeff Hardy. We will see. We will All the see. best to him, really. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's for sure. Mm. All right. Keep stepping, Jeff. Yes, keep stepping. <laughs> and keep us. <laughs> Speaking of stepping, these two guys got their asses well very quick. I'm just not much talk about this fucking match. This just got beat up and bleed up, whatever. But the one thing, I mean, okay, you mentioned story, Ivy. This is a story because now we're getting <laughs> the blade on. We're getting the combat club skills. And now we're getting the elite who are now faces. We're just waiting for Hangman Page to make his reunion with the elite because now we have Brian Danielson who... Is now a heel, which I love it because I wish he could go back to this heel because I enjoyed this one. Fickle, they're fickle. Now it's amateur. <laughs> now it's amateur because now he says the same energy. God, talk about somebody who is so versatile. And, uh, he, that guy can cook in the kitchen. He yes, knows, he can. Yes, he knows what to do. Not as well as the Temptress Switch, but he can cook in the kitchen. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> That's very true. But I mean, he cooks more vegan shit though. Yeah, that, that, he's more a vegan. Guy. Well, but just, well, yeah, vegan guy, right? Devin loves. Yeah, 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 Devin loves him. Yeah, Devin but, loves him. I don't know about that. I'm a meat guy. I had a steak last night. Well, me too. Like, I'm sorry, I can't give up meat. I it's hard for me too. I mean, I tried no. vegan food, but I still can't give up on meat and chicken. Can't do it. Can't do oh, it. no. I can't no. go without chicken. Mob and color. Or fish. Especially the fish. Mm -hmm. I love fish. Mm -hmm. but no, that's fine for me. It's chicken, though. Like, I don't know. <laughs> for you know, me, you give state. up chicken or you give up your son. I'd be like, bye, boy. Who <laughs> <laughs> come to auntie? <laughs> Oh, he'd love that. Yes, he would. <laughs> but DOM, give us your take on this story. Where's this going? Are are we gonna see? We did see on a Tim King show that you know they mentioned yesterday about maybe two potential matches, one stadium stampede at double or nothing, and then maybe blood and guts later on. Hmm. What are your takes so far on this story? This is a good story, by the way. I finally get this, we finally get to see the heel side. This is hard foundation 2.0. Of the Blackpool Combat Club mm -hmm. versus you're the elite who are your attitude mixture of NWO and DX is what we're seeing here. The story. I mean, this is this is this is a great fucking story. Uh, I mean, it's of course it's not the bloodline, but it's a great fucking story. It's it's wonderful, and and I know Brucey will punish me if I don't say this. You know, MJF is good when he can make Brian Danielson that bad just by beating. Him. Uh, I hate to say it, but he's right. It's accurate. 
and and now that he is, it's just it's just. I love these guys as heels. I love Wheeler Yuta as a heel. I, I never looked at him and saw a face. I don't care if he's from Philly or not. When you look at that face, that just screams, I'm a bad guy. Like, just the, the facial hair, the express, the expressions, it's like, I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, how long has it been since you've walked through Philly, Dom? Because that's, that's most of Philly. <laughs> most of Philly are bad fucking people. No. <laughs> I mean, not us, but most, not not you guys watching if you're in Philly, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Philly's got some badasses. It's well known. Right. Don't talk no shit, won't be no shit. Exactly. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. But, I mean, the, this, the, the, only, the only critique I have, as Nick would say, is... Why did Kenny Omega wait until Cutler and Nakazawa were beaten to a literal bloody pulp to come out? Like, why did Lee wait? They knew those two were going to die. Like, they knew they were dead. And they were just like, nah, wait for it. <laughs> Are you sure Nakazawa just lost like three pints of blood? No, wait. <laughs> They're stretching the both of them in the middle of the ring. They're out cold. Give it a minute. Okay, okay, I'm out. You guys swing around the back and come through the crowd. I get that part, but I did love the return. I did love, you know, just the oh, I'm gonna hit you with a screwdriver. It's like, like, like that was cool. I never, I, I never did the stadium stampede thing like Tim, like Tim and them did last night. But I said on my show, if we get like two matches in blood and guts, where we get this, and then we get the first ever women's blood and guts match with the originals and the outcasts, please. I am all for that because if you ever, if you've watched the actual blood and guts, like sat down and watched it live, there is so much crap filler leading up to that match. You're you don't even want to wait around for it. You're like, oh my god, what are we doing now? Really, Fuego? We're gonna have Fuego leading into this shit. I'm done. I'll be back at nine thirty. Fuck y'all. Like, so to have you already have the cage, you already have the rings, you already have the whole thing. Have two matches in the same night. One man, first ever women's. I agree. And even if you wanted to, you got other factions where maybe you could put something together, have a stadium stampede thing. Like, like right now, Swerve is putting together his mogul empire or whatever. You never know. Keith Keith Lee could be bringing Shane Taylor promotions back, and then we get a stadium stampede with those fools. Like, it would be a bit. And you put that all in one night. There's your two hour show. You'll pop a million viewers for that one. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm absolutely excited to see where this is going. I still can't wait for Hangman to return and get that that reunion that we're all just like, yeah, please. I know. We're gonna Come get back. that reunited you know, it's like, and it feels so good. <laughs> get up in yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the elite are like Dave Chappelle as Rick James just looking at Hangman like yes. Come back, Hangman. We need you. You know, you yeah. need us. Those Dark Order guys aren't working out. <laughs> you know, that's another one. Going back to the question, who would you push in AEW? Now that Stu Grayson's back, I want he and Evil Uno pushed in the tag division. Right. That's necessary. Ooh. That's necessary. Sorry, just popped into my head when I brought up Dark Order. But <laughs> that's how I roll. Um, but but this in particular, like I'm I'm loving it. I, I, I love the dragon as a heel. I mean, he can do it all. And the man, 
if he walked away today, he's a Hall of Famer wherever the fuck you want to put him. Wherever there's a Hall of Fame for wrestling, you stick him in. I don't even care if he's ever been in the promotion. I don't care if he's been in the country. You put him in the Hall of Fame if you've got one for wrestling. <laughs> Bar none. That's true. So having him back on the squad, getting Hangman involved, working our way towards this, I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> Yes, and they better not fuck it up, man. I swear, no. they better not because no, no, I fuck this up now. You don't want to hear my rant if you fuck this one up. Oh <laughs> God, I no, I will rant. I will be upset. I will rant and rave two days that week, Friday, and that'll come on here. <laughs> Dom's gonna rant and rave. I'm gonna hoot and holler. We're gonna have the best of both worlds up in this bit. Oh yeah, hell yeah, because I'm gonna be just. Why like, don't you play games with me? That's what I will be. Yeah. Don't play games with me, Jesus. Tempers, give us Look, a take. I don't know a single wrestling fan who does not appreciate a match where you just see a handful of people beat the bloody hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. And let's let's do a little bit more often. Like let's let's just just bang it out. That's that's what people want. Like. You know, I feel like wrestling has gotten so censored over the years. You know, we used to see people get busted wide open all the time. And then we went to, oh, my God, children watch this and children can't handle it. If my children can handle watching, you know, Jason Voorhees, like, put somebody in a sleeping bag and, like, bang her up against the tree to kill her, I think they can handle seeing a couple of guys in a ring. Right. Just little psycho, little psycho laughs at Michael Myers movies when he's killing people. Like, oh. That's, Literally. Listen, okay, like here we go. Here's another, here's another, I know. Uh, another. I know. Example of, Him and you know, me and you were all. And I are just so you know. Same with me. Uh, connected. Even, even my wife said, "Should we let him watch this?" I'm like, yeah, yes. let's see what happens. And then as soon as he fr- like impaled somebody to the wall by the head with a by the head with a knife, uh, little psycho was rocking in his chair. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's my man. But, but that's, <laughs> That's what I mean, though. There's, I, I've not met or spoken to a single wrestling fan in the history of all of wrestling fandom that does not enjoy seeing an absolute like massacre in the ring. Right. We want to see that. Where are we these Mrs. Lovejoys? Is what I want to know. <laughs> where are these people going? Won't somebody please think of the children? <laughs> Like, where are they? Because I never find them. <laughs> and you know what? Like For almost four years, I ain't found one. Yeah. But, like, Dom, you make a really good point, though, speaking to, like, the idea of a women's bloodbath. Like, oh, my God. I'll tell you what. Some of these women can handle this kind of shit a lot better than the men out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think that maybe it's time that we let the women take the lead and show you how to bust somebody open. Because they'll do it. They will. Look at look at Masha and GCW if you don't believe us. <laughs> but see, you, you, you spoke about women. I'm with you. And this is what we need to happen. We need to have the outcast added Athena from Ring of Adding Athena to that group versus mm-hmm. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Hayter, Jade Cargill, right. And Riho. I'm okay with Riho. Oh, you had me until that. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say Willow or Sheeta or something. Maybe well, she was hurt. My brother just went ahead Riho. Oh, that's right. I would love Sheeta I'm, in that match. I'm not mad at it. Even a returning Thunder Rosa, I'd be down with that. Ooh. 
I think she'll join the outcast club. Really? After becoming AEW champion? She's not a Brit fan. She remember her and Brit are not very. Yeah, but Brit's turned a new leaf these days, you know. Well, because they've been promoting all access, AEW all access. Well, there is that. She is the star. They're both on that show. (laughs) That is true. true. We're starting to realize a lot of those rumors were bullshit. Watching that show. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I still haven't even seen the show yet. I've seen oh. of it, but I need to see. I need to sit down and actually watch. Kathy and I watched the first one to see how it was, and then as soon as Dynamite went off, she went, "You better not turn that television off." Like every week after, I'm like, "All right, all right, we're watching. We're cool. We're good. We're gonna see it." So <laughs> I, I, whether I wanted to watch it or not, which I do, it's a good show. But whether I wanted to or not, I didn't have a say in the matter. It was just like, okay, we're here. <laughs> but you know. Talk about it, Ivy, about these women. You mentioned women. We were, we were tired about it. That's why we talked about it. Oh, women, women, women. First of all, I really do just want to say, like, Ruby Soho, I'm in love with this. Like, I think she is doing so much more with AEW than she ever could have possibly done in WWE. Mm. Um, she, like, I always felt like she was not in her place in WWE, she didn't quite fit in. It just was not her scene because she's she's someone who's very talented. And I had seen some of her work prior to her getting signed with WWE. And then seeing how much she was toned down character-wise and even in-ring ability-wise, I was like, oh, I really don't like this. So when she made the move, I was like, okay, this is where this bitch is going to shine. And I'm going to love every freaking minute of it. Um, and if we want to talk about Britt Baker, can I just say, like, this is another person I feel like she's kind of, for me, has been a little bit wasted. I feel like she's had more potential. Um, I don't quite know if, but I, I don't know what the drawback is here. But it's annoying. Because I think she could be so much better. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. As a face... It's hard, you know, because she's a face now. It's just kind of like, ah. That's, no. I mean, sh- make her heal. Yeah. Permanently. Forever. I'd rather do this. That's all right. I'd rather have that woman's feud. I want the outcast and uh-huh. the originals. Have that feud, right? Have it prolong it for like, kind of like the mints, have it too. And then yeah. on the second one, it, end the story with Hater getting the pin, right? She's still women's champion. Britt Baker's raising her hand. Yeah, BFS, BFS. Bam! No longer BFFs. Now I want my belt back, bitch. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And I, ooh. Right, like That'll war's work. over. I want my belt back. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. That would That'll work very work. well. I'm yeah. done pushing this division. I want mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that will work. I, I, I could almost hear a cut of promo after now saying, like, I'm not going to be Cody. Fuck that. I want my own. <laughs> <laughs> And what a fucking low blow that would be. Right. <laughs> but, it would be, but it would be fantastic. <laughs> it would. It totally would. That would sting like hell. Ooh. Ouch. You are but, a psycho, Don. I know. 
But shout out to Sky Blue for her now that she's officially with all of these. I'm happy for her. Another underrated star. Happy for her. Happy for Billy Starks, too, that were signed as well. Congratulations to these ladies. Hopefully they use these ladies, Tony Kong, right. properly on television. We need more than one women match. We need two. We need at least two or three. Two on Dynamite, two on Listen, Warp. with your division and with the freaking talent that you have out of the women that you have, use them. Amen. Amen. And not all in the same match. <laughs> exactly. Not all exactly. six women, eight women, ten women. No. <laughs> and see, that's why, like, you know, I, I personally, I love the idea of, you know, having an all women's federation. But at the same time, just like if you have an all men's with no women, you're losing a certain fan base. Right. So, like, you you kind of have to find that happy mix, find that perfect medium. And I don't feel like any company is able to do that. And I think that's why a lot of these women's divisions are lacking. Because you've got these women that are talented. They're not just here to be a pretty fucking face. They can actually compete. And some of these women that we have now, like, put them in the damn ring with the men and let them throw these men around because I know they can Amen. damn well do it. Mm -hmm. Amen. I, I've thrown a couple men around. Like, in all seriousness, if, if I could do it <laughs> still shocked. to this day, these women <laughs> who are athletically in shape can do it. Mm-hmm. Very true. Do something. If you're going to have, like, just all women, then you need to put the spotlight on some of your women. Otherwise, Start doing some some mixed mixed gender matches here. Like, do something. Because you've got so much talent and you don't know what the fuck you're doing with it. Right. I agree. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite raw moments in recent history was Rhea Ripley throwing around Akira Tozawa. <laughs> oh, what? I mean, she was bigger than him. And people say, oh, well, you know, women fighting men is not believable. Go back and watch that. You know, That's believable. <laughs> speaking of Rhea... And I don't know if it would be an unpopular opinion, but I actually could see Rhea Ripley almost being like the next China. I think yeah. that Rhea, I think that in time, I think Rhea could be one, like a very good contender to have her go in and face one of your male champions and win. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. And Between it, her or Raquel. Yeah, I could see that. I, I was really big at one point, and I was like, they're going to do that with Charlotte Flair, which I don't want to see. I, but I thought at, for a long time, I thought Charlotte was going to be that girl. Now that we're seeing Rhea kind of peak, I'm like, Rhea could do this, and it would work. And we could get that China-esque, you know, type of um, feeling out of it. And, and I just, I really, I hope that they don't fuck around with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, same here. Please we'll don't fuck that up. No, so good. good. They are. So good. Mm -hmm. You know what else was good? Was pretty good. This match, like it wasn't great, but it was good. I'm not the biggest fan of Riho on the face of the earth. Wendy's even less of a fan. So you got the right person, but grandma. It you you know the the match in the after in the aftermath in the aftermath kept my attention when mm. women like Sky Blue and Jamie Hayter are in the ring. And they are in possession possession of certain assets that I fawn all over, but I'm more worried about the action in the store. Mm. Hmm. 
Yeah. Like, I'm not just sitting there going, man, look at those cakes you baked. God damn. I'm actually like, what's going to happen next? Or this gonna happen? Who's coming out? Like, is somebody going to help them? What's the, what's the deal? Mm -hmm. but I, I do love Sky Blue. I, I followed her probably, I probably first saw her like NWA Power when I was watching one night. And I was like, wow, this chick is pretty good. Like, like she's, good. Yeah. she's got a little ways to go, but she's pretty good. And she still she, does. She's, she's someone who has potential. And yeah. A lot of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seeing don't her gives me up, like guys. don't screw it up. Seeing her gives me like AJ Lee flashbacks. Mm. It, it, it's it's scary. Only she's a little thicker. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's a lot AJ thicker. AJ Lee was always a little thing. Right. She's all like petite. Uh, she, sky blue. I would have been. I would have been afraid to be in a ring with AJ Lee for some fact. I'd be afraid to break her. <laughs> I mean, I'm not very big either, but like AJ is tiny. And this is, you know, when it comes to when it comes to Ruby, like she was more of an outcast in WWE than she is in AEW. Exactly. Like they had all these women when she was there. They were even Liv running next to her. You know, she had the hair and the makeup and the looks and the butt cheeks hanging out and all that bullshit. There's Ruby just flat chested and big nosed. She just felt like an outcast and, and she was treated as such seeing her now I, it's kind of a perfect fit like ivy's right she's done so much more in AEW than she could than she could have done in wwe mm -hmm. and i'm happy for her too i'm really happy the heel turn soraya but i i i'm seeing where they're gonna go with this outcast i i think all of us have been digressing to have that Outcast versus originals in yeah, everybody's booked like the blood yeah. guts match already. Okay, put these two on here. <laughs> so they should start doing it. Well, I would say now, I think maybe next week or so, start already because we're going to head into a double nothing in May. So, I mean, right. they should start heading toward that direction of building that story. But we'll see. We'll see. But you talk about scary. This is scary because. This man right here, the wizard, wizard versus wizard, okay? Wizard Keith Lee versus wizard Chris Jericho. Oh, look, Keith Lee, get rid of the cape. That yeah, what dope. is that? Get rid of the cape, man. What, what, what happened to the vest and the hood and all that shit? Like, I'd rather have Bearcat Lee than that shit. Between, oh. Honestly, between the, 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 the cape and the hood and the gray hair, he kind of looked like Oz. Yeah, right? He like looks like he's school. getting ready to go walk up to the ring and go through like a hell of a Dungeons and Dragons segment. Like yeah. that too. That too. Just it's D and D. Like, <laughs> I, I... Yeah. I mean, it, nothing against the match. Match was different, but that <laughs> that cape. What the fuck? Up, and like. Rogan, for God's sakes. Just, just for men, Keith. Just, just for, for men. men. Okay? Right here. And here. I don't, I don't use it. I don't care, but he needs to I use do. it. I do. He needs to use it. Oh, I'm not ashamed of showing my age, man. I am not ashamed. I am. Listen, I'm an old hag at this point, and I am embracing all the gray hairs that are coming through. It, it's fitting. Right. It's, it's very Tentress Witch fitting. But thank you, thank you for that witchy woman. Because I'll tell you right now, Kathy gets one gray hair. She's calling the suicide prevention hotline. I'm like, will you get over it? <laughs> nope. Do you see me get over it? 
Um, (laughs) But again, it's suitable and fitting for the temptress witch. I don't think it is for Keith Lee. No. Can we just do, do something here? I mean, you're going on national television. That doesn't fit your gimmick or your personality at all. We need to bask in your glory. Okay. Not your grays. He almost almost looks like, I mean, God forbid, like, are you a two person max assist at the nursing home, my friend? Because that's what it's starting to look like. (laughs) And I, for one, don't, don't like that. And then if we're, if we're really going to flip it here with Chris Jericho, I, I, I love Jericho always have always will. But like, what more can Chris Jericho bring to the world of wrestling well hangman i mean adam cole and jericho i wouldn't mind that i yeah. think said mm. something fresh we haven't seen that before not only that yeah Jer- jericho is the safest you know pro wrestler because not only that remember adam cole with the concussion and he's already yeah like so he has starting a, off that one yeah. match but do, yeah, but do any but am i like the only person that is just kind of sitting here wondering if that clock is winding down for jericho no. Oh. Because I, I do get concerned, but and this is a thing. I get concerned when I see guys like Jericho, guys that I watched throughout their absolute prime, just pushing that limit. Like I really hate to, I don't want to see all of my wrestling favorites like crippled Hang on too and, long. and you know, like not able to move and, and needing all kinds of leg braces and adaptive equipment and like, you know, need to have a one-to-one just to kind of help them <laughs> take a piss. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, no. you guys put your bodies through hell for so many years. Please recognize when it's going to be time to hang it up. Jericho, I I, I'm afraid he's pushing the limits here. He might be. He might be. I know he can still go. Yeah. But is he going to go too fucking far? <laughs> like, like, this you know, this match really showed that he could still go. Damn. I, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. Break it. Break it. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just these two for the first time ever. I know. That's a horrible phrase. I'm sorry. I couldn't say it any other way. <laughs> they put on a damn show. I love that. Like I said, you, you go back to the beginning of the show with Swerve, and he was saying, like, we're going to get ours tonight. And then he goes out and helps Jericho win. And that kind of furthers the story, comes back yeah. to Swerve and Keith. And then Jericho celebrating, and just like the, it, it gets the receipt from Adam Cole. So now we're starting with that. Like, we had two stories come out of a main event match that was mm-hmm. damn good. This is what you need to do, AEW. I don't know about that Matt Hardy shit. I don't Keep know where that came from. Doing whoever, it. whoever came up with that segment, delete, delete. But this shit, mm-hmm. this shit, you need to keep doing. Because we went from I the al- beginning of the I show almost, with Swerve and I Keith, almost wonder. And then I almost wonder if the Matt Hardy segment was like thrown together. Like, was it kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, you know, Jeff is cleared, Jeff is good, let's bring him back in, but how do we do it? And then they just kind of all sat there and somebody was like, aha. I gotta mention the stipulation twice and right. cancel it did, out. Like, <laughs> Matt, did Matt Hardy fuck it up live? Like, I I don't, Matt Hardy had, like maybe live. he was supposed to say something else when Hook beat. All ego, and then yeah. Matt no, there's no never, going back now. Matt has never been great on the mic. No. Wonderful. Um, so I, I wouldn't put it past that being a fuck up on Matt's part, but uh, just Matt needs somebody to talk from. He needs a Paul Heyman. Yeah, 
somebody to do all his talking. I mean, he Let had Jeff a Stokely, but he didn't want it. <laughs> give, give Jeff the mic. Let yeah. him be the mic man. I just what? want to hear that sweet southern accent of his. Oh my Here we God. go. Here we go. <laughs> Here Once again, nipple mania running nipple wild. Nipple mania running wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But this, you're right, Dom. This match was good. The good joke. The greatest Jericho of all time. The Tom Brady professional wrestling. I don't care what anybody says. He is. <laughs> well, I'll say that. I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> I hate Tom Brady too, but he is, man. Like, this guy's for his age. Well, they are yeah, both you're, systematic you're cheaters, so I'll give you that. You're you're not wrong. He def Jericho has definitely earned that title to be the That's, Tom Brady. It, yeah, wrestling. it's accurate. They're both systematic cheaters, so there is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is just, oh, like, uh, oh, hey, Brady. <laughs> You're back almost towards the end, buddy. <laughs> but you could catch the replay. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens next week on Dynamite. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, for God's sakes, get rid of the fucking cape, though, Keith. Damn it, Jesus. This needs to go, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like that weird kid that lives up the road from me that walks through the woods wearing like capes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I'm like yelling out the window too because he's over there banging on trees with a stick. Like, go home. Where oh, are you? Go back to your house, you goddamn warper. Like, uh, <laughs> like what happened on Thursday on WrestleBread? JD was booking. Okay, we have Danahouse. Book a trios team right here: Danahausen, Keithley, and Jericho, the Wizards. Oh, well, the three, three fucking wizards right there. The, the wizard sorcerers. The sorcerers. Oh, the lords of the ring. Oh, man. But yeah. So next week, this is what's going to happen next week on Dynamite. Jay White, of course, versus Commander. I think that's going to be a solid match. Yeah. Yes. We're going to hear, of course, from FTR, see what they got to say. And then, of course, we got the Acclaim and Daddy Ass versus Daddy Magic. Cool hand, Angelo, and Jake Hager. Don't and forget the hat. And the hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And the hat, too. He loves and the hat. Again, we're going to hear from the elite. And, of course, we're going to have the women's Jamie Hader, Dr. Breaker, DMD, versus Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. And the and the main event, you could say, uh, is Wardlow versus Power Hob Hobbs again for the TNT title. But... We're going to have also as well confront face-to-face. -face. Now we're going to see the build-up heading for double or nothing. Jericho and Adam Cole. For That's a great picture of Jericho. Just saying. That does not show his age. Whoever photoshopped and... Yeah, that's a great job. That. You really an excellent job. You covered up that Cracker Barrel body beautifully. Whoever oh, did that. What? <laughs> whoever did that. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Shout but out man. to them and the men that spray paint on his abs before he goes out. <laughs> Get the stencil. <laughs> Get the stencil. Get the stencil. And yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next week. Man, we still got Raw. What's going to happen with Raw? There's a lot of shit happening this week for not only those WWE, but also for for New Japan as well. Mercedes going to uh, at stardom. Maya mm. Watani next. Sun, Saturday, Sunday, I believe it is. That so I'm looking slap, forward to man. Ooh, <laughs> a slap around the world and uh, Ooh, translate this. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I'm looking forward for us to talk about it here on the COD and the Bella Entertainment Network. But I want to thank all of you guys for sticking around here. Three hours of great non 
good shit yes. of wrestling talk. And of course, I want to appreciate the DOM oh, for coming in today as well. I always oh, love showing up, man. Oh, yeah. Always, always, always this bringing that. Such good shit. <laughs> that good shit. That's right. And of course, we're hoping we get to see her next Sunday here with us at COD, the Temperance one herself. Ivy, we appreciate you so so much. And I'm always a pleasure. Always an absolute pleasure. Even I missed my witchy woman. I really Added did. bonus. I got to sit here and talk about Jeff Hardy for quite a while. And I'm right? probably gonna tune into AEW a little bit more. So thank you know, thankfully <laughs> they you know they got somebody on there that I'm like, I have to see this. Like it pains me to watch it, but at the same time, like I have to. It's like a bad car accident, but like you're driving through the highway. <laughs> You can't turn away. <laughs> oh, man. But DOM, shout yes, out to social, sir. Let them know where can they catch the TR, the T, baby. Of course. Well, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Invite yourself to our group. We have lots of threads going daily. You can ask us questions we use on the show. We've got Grandma's Music League up and running, and that's that's a lot of fun. We're putting together playlists depending on different things. We've got rankings, all this shit. She went crazy with it. It's it, it's it's great. Check, definitely check that out. And then and then on Twitter, you can find us at Top Rope WT. And of course, you can find us on Instagram at the three-time award winner for worst handle ever. And that is, ever! And that is at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. God, I'm telling you, between having to do that Instagram and then do the spreaker at the end of the show with all the fucking dashes, I want to kill myself by the time we get off air. <laughs> Yes, and and for all our for all our audio podcasts, for all our videos, for everything, we are now exclusive to the Bloodline Network. So just search for us on YouTube at the Bloodline ENT. Look for the Bloodline Network on your favorite audio podcast platforms. Like I said, you can go to Spreaker.com backslash show backslash the dash Bloodline dash Network dash dash dot com. I think I fucked that up, but I don't know. <laughs> and if you want to find it all in one place, go to our sexy-ass website, thebloodlinenetwork.com. We've got so many exclusive articles. We've got the About Me section where you get to know a little more about myself, our devious president, the banger, the tribal chief, the universal one. We're going to get the honorary of JD and everybody up there eventually. <laughs> Look at that damn thing. It's sexy as hell. <laughs> And you can catch replays of all our videos. I think uh, TK's work, trying to work out something with the audio. Eventually, we're going to get our merch on there, too. <laughs> yes. This is all new to us. This is like six weeks of the bloodline. Look at it. <laughs> Look at this. Just world takeover. Absolutely. You got of course, also myself and Grandma and Bruce will be back to you next Friday night to uh, maybe go back over some things that Bruce couldn't be available for because he got called into work. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You got and everything all, here. All the new stuff from Dynamite and Raw and everywhere in between. Play games, talk shit, have laughs, and just enjoy wrestling. Yeah. And yeah, besides wrestling, you have also your power rankings for you know fantasy baseball, MMA, 
all bet your matches slips, of the week, all, these, all the bet slips, money from Bakley, the match, the, the articles right here, top 10 matches of the week, every brought to you by, by Brett from Brainbusters. Look at that beautiful playlist with me in it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. More articles here, your top 10 quarterback of all time, the you know, box trap from Green Bay. Anything here you guys want to catch, it's all here on one website, bloodlinenetwork.com. That's sexy. <laughs> yes. Speaking of sexy, of course, we already know. Where can the Speaking find... of tempting. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Where can they find the Temptress Witch? They can find the Temptress Witch wherever the hell she shows up at since Rewind is taking a bit of a break right now. Um, so I will probably be hanging out with Ivan because he just loves me so much. <laughs> so you can catch me here. Um, you can also go find my Instagram. I think it's at Temptress Witch. Um, there was a fake one going around quite a while back. And yeah, that was, was wild. not fun. Um, yeah. These little scammers got to do a better job, though. I mean, if you're going to advertise Temptress Witch nudes, make sure you get somebody that has a leg tattoo in the pic- in the videos. Uh- <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. That's I mean, not any of our right business here. either. <laughs> Oh, whoa, she fell. I did, see? I got all amped up about talking about scammers trying to fake their identities and be me. No, nobody could be you. There's just one. There's There's only only one. one. There's only one. Only one. She's right right. here. That is right. That is And make sure to get yourself an Ivy fan shirt at (laughs) whatamaneuver.com. That's right. That is right. So, yes, it's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. Autobots, transform and roll out. We're rolling out of here. I know you like that. I know you guys want to play this first question. Nerd now, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> catch us here next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back, of course, with Temper Switch. De Niro will be back next week now that he is you know, make the announcement already. So, but he, his, the wrestling DeLorean is now exclusively to iHeartRadio, but he is still part of the COD family and the Bloodline Network family. So he, you still can see his pretty face here. He'll be, he'll be back here next Sunday, as well as the director. He'll make his appearance here next Sunday as well. Because next Saturday, we got the PCW show, which I might go live maybe just to give our prediction shows and, you know, talk, you know, maybe get some interviews there in person. So we, we don't know. That all depends, hopefully. You know, we're, we're praying for that. It's just, you know, it's tough to get people because, you know, when you have your contract with other promotions, you got to go through them. And yeah. It's yeah. So much. So much. <laughs> but I get it. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Do not forget to subscribe and follow Circle Debate and on the Bloodline and Entertainment Network as well. Do as he says. Everything, ladies and gentlemen. Description right below. Do it. And don't forget that, of course, the Tempest Witch, Ivy yourself, the devious one, the DOM, a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, TRWT, the whole Bloodline Network. We don't just podcast. Tell them what we do, though. We make history. Must be your Jew. Goodbye. And good night. Oh, my God. So great. Bang! Yes!